Oh, wait, you didn't count down. That's okay. Keep going. We can edit that. The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussion. Viewer discretion is advised. Oh, wait, this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Tab on this can. What? On the can. Was there a tab on there? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was like that. Okay. Well, I was just. Yeah, yeah. I ripped that friggin' thing right off. <laughs> I, I wanted to know what I was up against. Well, sir. I gotta help. He, he's uh, he's going after a plate. What have we done here? Uh, first of all, two loose screws. I'm, uh, I'm Chris. That's Sean. Uh, as opposed to how he closes the show, he tries to steal my identity every week. Thought I didn't notice, but I did. Uh. Anyway, so th- we were up in the air. Are we going to do the chili? Comparison? I thought I thought we were doing the chili thing. I thought that's what we talked about last week. I think it was, and like in my head at the time, I was like, "Are we doing that next week?" And then I remember... And I was fine with that. Well, I had the Spam, and I have biscuits. And I thought, well, let's just do them all. Can you just say biscuits again? Biscuits? <laughs> Are you making fun of my lisp, you I son of a bitch? I can't. <laughs> it's just the way you say it. It just... It, it. You say biscuits. Biscuits. That's what I said. No, you said... I, I don't... I, I can't. I don't want you to. do all the fucking. I mean, you do all the freaking time. <laughs> freaking. I said freaking. Yeah. We're making a conscience effort here. Yeah, but I. I don't. I. I don't want to. It just the way you say it. I. I. I want to hear you say it over and over and over. It's like when you hear somebody with an accent, right? And you're like, <laughs> you talk to a Scottish guy, and you're like, you know, you want to hear the Braveheart line, right? Or you hear somebody from Australia and you're like, put another shrimp on the bobby. Yeah. I can't do Australian. Somehow the way with their R's or something, I can't do it. I could probably do a pretty decent Brit, though. I don't know if it was proper London, but maybe a, a northerner. I'm j- <laughs> Imagine if I put the, uh, Did the you- London accent with the lisp. I'd say biscuits. So when you talk, you sound like Norm from uh, Yes Man. <laughs> it's Harry Potter theme tonight. <laughs> oh, you little shite. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, so 
we're just going to call them fluffy breakfast. So sandwiches. we have spam and Pillsbury <laughs> grand Pillsbury grand. Okay. Uh, breakfast meat holders, if you will. Meat holders. Meat holders. That sounds repulsive. That sounds skimish. No, hmm. we got spam. You, I wanted you to try spam because you never have. You look okay. nervous, but you you just tried it a minute ago, but not no, like this. No, we'll talk about that in a second because I I you could have wrapped a cockroach in what you just did a minute ago, and it probably would have been passable, you know. But this is the way. Oh, so is that how I'm going to get you to eat a cricket? No. Not even a little bit. Where are those crickets? I think they're in there. <laughs> you put them in your main food pantry. I mean, There's crickets in your pantry, sir. They're, they're dead. It's not like they're zombie crickets. Well, we ate Bob. Or you ate Bob. Yeah. Or was it Robert? Uh, Jiminy. Jiminy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Disney. <laughs> Good God, man. All right. Grab a... Yeah, you're such an ass. Grab a biscuit. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll just take what's in front of me. There you go. Rip that sucker in half like you're going to make a sausage biscuit. I can't... <laughs> <laughs> this is great. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> All right. The, the, this is the... like word porn to me. Can you just keep going? <laughs> Well, you can just can you say it in a soft, gentle tone? Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't very gentle. How about biscuit? I dare you. I dare you to go home and lay next to your wife and just whisper it in her ear. <laughs> biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> She'll probably look at me like, what kind of Fifty Shades of Stuff are you into now, buddy? What is this? Slap your biscuits. It's like, are you talking about my ass? No, biscuits. Uh, where, where's the sausage grand. gravy? That's what I want to know. You can make a gravy out of Spam. All right, so this one right here, you got to try that one first. Those are cooked to normal, and then those ones right there are cooked well done. You got to try the normal one first. Here, I'll do it with you. Okay, so you know what? You know what I see here? What? It needs something. Well, usually, something liquidy. Oh, like gravy. We usually throw like some gravy eggs. or 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 even an over easy egg, just so that there's some. Because right now, you know what I'm thinking is cotton mouth. Like I'm gonna be eating this like it's a mouthful of peanut butter. Well, we'll take care of that in a second. Try it just like that first. And I've, I've, we've got something a little liquidy. Well, I'm just saying. I, I mean, what? okay, what is this? And where to come from? Whose idea is to put a freaking biscuit and spam together? I don't know. But, I mean, you know, Hawaiians eat this stuff to this day all the time. I don't know if it's a Hawaiian thing or not. I, don't, I did not do any research on spam. The only thing I did was I searched spam in my little music thing. And Weird Al popped up. And I thought, hey, there's an open. Huh. You got a little Google machine right there in front of you. Find the well, spam wiki. I'm, I'm just, I've never heard of this before in, in my life. Now, why you're not using the top? No, I'm using the top for the other one. So you're supposed to eat it like an open-faced peanut butter and jelly? Well, really, you're supposed to smother eggs on there and eat it with a fork, but this will work. That works, too. 
what you're doing. I'm. You like a sandwich. Like, and you don't put cheese on there. Can if you want. Mm-hmm. There it goes. Not bad. I wouldn't eat it like Clint Eastwood does. Hmm. He, he just pops the top out of the fridge, gets a fork, and goes to town. Okay. Well, right, now try. No, wait, wait. So, man, is that thing loaded with salt? Yeah, pretty. pretty so, <laughs> so here's here's. I mean, the salt helps. Thank God. Get a well done one. Well, hold on. I'm not done. Um, it wasn't as dry as I thought it would be. I thought it was literally just going to suck all the moisture out of my mouth. Well, the darn thing was packed in jelly. Um, You saw the gel in there. Yeah. It was disgusting and it smelled like dog food. It did. And I think Griffin was wondering what we were doing. Griffin came over and was like, what are you doing to my dinner, dude? Um, but it wasn't actually that half bad. I think, honestly, I'd really like some hard cheddar with it. Got any? No. How about American? Craft. Nah. I know. That's all I. That's all I really have, other than like Parmesan and Asiago. That'd be terrible. And, yeah. Mozzarella. That's all I. Yeah. That's all I got. None of those. None of those would go with it. But I think a hard cheddar. Craft, would, a, craft might work. Hard cheddar would be good, only if it's melted. Yeah, you'd have to put um, it on there in the pan. It's not awful, not as bad as I thought it would be, but I definitely think some additions could really make a difference. Now, could you imagine if you had a plate, there was a, a biscuit, piece of spam on there, some eggs over that. Eat with a fork. Maybe, you know, we can Americanize. Well, I mean, Hawaii is American, but I don't think they put gravy on it in Hawaii. So, well, I mean, instead of a sausage gravy, it could be a spam gravy, I guess. Um, now, how much did the biscuits cost? Um, I don't know, three ninety nine. How much did the spam cost? Like four forty nine, something like that. All right, so you're looking at like seven, eight bucks. Yeah, eight, eight nine bucks with tax. Yeah, I mean, we probably could have fed all your little ones on that. How many slices do you think you got out of there? One, two, three, four. Nine, you probably could have got a good nine, ten, 10 if you ten. Yeah, because I because I stole a slice. Yeah. So about ten slices in two, four, five. Well, you'll notice that six, they shrunk. Seven, eight. eight. <laughs> we got eight biscuits. So I mean, eight with a little extra spam on the side. Um, some I made thicker so they wouldn't shrink as much. But the way that I used to eat it when I was a kid, my mom would slice them thin like that, so you get like. That texture right there. It's about as thick as a piece of bologna. Yeah. But there's like that one right there. That's probably more the norm. I don't know which one you have on your uh, biscuit. Try that one. Let's replace it. You know what I wonder? Yeah. What if you cut these up in? <gasps> Uh-oh. Are we pausing? We're no, because no? we can't do it. Okay. But now I want to try this. I want to take some spam, cut it into long, like, not, 
rectangles, I guess, but strips. a little bit longer. Yeah, strips. But make them, make them like, you know, what is that? Maybe half inch by half inch. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. And uh, yeah, I want I want to make spam on a stick. <laughs> like a corn dog. Kind of. Yeah. But with cheddar cheese. Even a Colby Jack would work. Even you could dip it in a tempura or even like a pancake batter and then fry it. Yeah, that could work. That actually sounds halfway decent. That could work. So did you swap it out? No. You got to swap it out for a thicker one. Thicker? Yeah. Get that I mean, one. Grab that one. Is this the filet of Spam? Well, that's more normal. There you go. Give it a shot. You can just always do this. Just grab it without the biscuit and just, you know, take a bite. Mm. Still tastes the same to me. So the texture doesn't throw you off? No. That's why I had mine sliced thinner, because the texture used to freak me out. I was a spoiled little kid. I mean, it doesn't speak to my mom's Squid. culinary I'm abilities sorry. that she cooked me spam. Did you just say, I I was spoiled, and you're saying that you were eating spam? I was picky. Is spam being spoiled? No, my mother just wasn't. Culinary arts was not her speciality. Wasn't her forte. No. She can cook a roast. But it wasn't your grandmother's roast. Hmm. It was good, but it wasn't your grandmother's roast. It might have been a little dry. Is this going to destroy my gut? Nah. Just ham, dude. Just ham. Chopped ham. That's not what it said on the package. It said pork and ham, which I thought ham was pork. Mm, Yeah. So I'm a little confused by that. I do have, however... You and me both. The Wikipedia... For spam food, a canned pork meat product. When they have to call it a meat product, what's that tell you? It's everything under the sun. So it, I got to do this. It it was created by Hormel Foods. I'm a fan of their canned chili. Um, did you see they have a Yellowstone chili? Really? Uh huh. Is it bad that I want to try it? We should. Um, right now, Costco has chili, too. I want to try theirs. Do they do beans or no beans? No beans. Yeah, that's how I like it. Yeah. Because to me, if you put beans in something, it's not chili anymore. It's like a stew. Damn, that's good. Uh, what? Okay, tell the folks what you're doing. I told you there was a liquid in front of you. What do you do? So when I make my bacon burn ends, I... Uh, mm. Bro, you got to try that. All right. I mean, like, with a biscuit. Okay. Mm. Sorry, I couldn't help but jam it in my cake hole. Uh, it, so you're saying you put it in your mouth? In my, my mouth! mouth. <laughs> that's, that's so bad. Um, All right. Um, uh, I'm giving it away. Although we gave it away, I think, last time. 
Um, this is my 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 barbecue sauce that I use for ribs, um, basically everything. Yeah, everything. We, and we put them on pizza rolls mm-hmm. that weren't pizza; they were something. Well, no, different. that was just a rib glaze. Oh yeah, you you mixed it with the uh-huh. sauce. That's right. So I use a barbecue sauce that I mix with the rib glaze. I do a fifty-fifty on it, and that's what we have in front of us right now. That you're, yeah, be generous. It's okay. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. But let's be fair. Mm, that, that makes it. That's good on anything, really. What do you think? Um, I bet you can make a steak good with that. Mm. And steak, you don't really need to do anything mm. to. Here, let me give this a shot. I don't know shot. if I can put barbecue sauce on a steak. My mom does it like that. I've never... When I, grill steaks when I go back home visit um, she wants I'll do like a compound butter um, or a dry rub of some kind like Montreal dry rub uh, my mother would prefer Casey masterpiece just slathered in the steak let it sit to till that gets room temperature and then grill it it's not huh. bad I don't know why I'm a big chicken barbecue kind of person yeah chicken or pork not yeah not Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's something. Yeah. Yeah. That just elevated it from $1.50 a sandwich to about three fifty. dollars We should take our talents to Hawaii. <laughs> Mukawakahiki. Where's right. my Reese's Pieces cup? Mm-hmm. Oh, which island is that? Uh, kind of like a kinky? I'd kind of like to poke you. Uh, kind of like a kinky? Come on, I want to lay you. Come on, I want to lay you, yeah. Or there's Burgess. You remember the guy who played Mickey from Rocky? Yeah, yeah. In, in uh, what what movie was that? I uh, know it. You want me to tell you or you want to think about it? Guess it. Uh, yeah. Dirt. Nope, but you're in the right track. Grr. It's Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon. Yep. Gr- Grumpy Old Men. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, and Sophia Loren was in the second one along with Anne Margaret. God, I love those movies. Yeah, yeah. putts. Hey, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> They're great movies. But yeah, they, I think uh, both of the ladies are still alive. The The old guy... Uh, the dad. It. Yeah. Great. I'd mount half the woman in Wabashaw. <laughs> <laughs> well, for breakfast, I have eight slices of bacon. bacon. And for lunch, I have a bacon and tomato and avocado sandwich. And I usually drink my dinner. Would you like to come to Hawaii with me to the island of, would you like to licky dicky? He <laughs> was funny. He is. Makes funny. you want to watch those movies. I do. I want to watch Makes them. Makes me want to buy those movies. Anyway, squirrel. We got we got um, off kilter. I got the details of some spam here. It was not a Hawaiian product. It is a product of Hormel out of Minnesota. So Minnesota, eh? Yeah. So the Minnesotans, you know, they're practically Canadian. Yeah. You mm. betcha. 
This was invented in 1937 with the idea that you could eat it hot or cold. Cold? Hot or cold. Well, yeah, you saw Clint Eastwood eat it. No, I, I didn't. You didn't watch that movie? Trouble with the Curve? I don't remember. Yeah. Did I fall asleep in the movie? It was early on Wait, in the movie. I don't remember. Not not the pizza, before the pizza scene. Is that when his daughter came in? Before that, like first, like opening sequence. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, remember he was taking a leak and he was having a conversation with his stuff because it was, you know, taking a minute to get to going. Oh, yeah. I remember after that. After that, he goes in, he stuffs his shin on a coffee table and he kicks it. Yeah. Goes straight to the fridge, says, breakfast of champions. Grabs a fork and a can of Spam right out of the fridge. It was already open. He just put like a piece of foil over the top of it. Because huh. I'm pretty certain this stuff is so unnaturally preserved. It's going to take a minute for it to go bad. Have you ever seen somebody um, make like a roast or even a steak where they just pile it on, pile on the sugar, or not sugar, the salt? Yeah, I don't like that. So that's what I'm imagining they do with the spam, but they, they never brush the salt off. It just completely absorbs. Well, let's see here. So spam's main ingredient is pork shoulder. Okay. I would have thought something else. Pork okay, shoulder. so that's pork butt. Pork shoulder and ham. Yeah, because butt. Pork so butt when they say the ham, they're, they're saying the ass, pork right? belly. So pork belly and pork butt? No, shoulder. But that's what the shoulder is, is a pork butt. From over here. Yeah. Yeah, So, but it's meat. It's not the fat. Right. No, because when you, when you say I'm going like, to go to Costco yeah. and you get pork butt, it's not the ass. It's the shoulder. And it's usually got the bone cut out of it. You know, Let's see here. that's why there's the little flap. It's part of the Boston butt. The slightly wedge-shaped portions of the pig's ass above the standard picnic cut. So, yeah, it's a butt. Oh, so this is actually his butt. Yeah. This is confusing because they said shoulder. It's like a, well, it's like a, you ever had a Boston pork butt roast? But that's a problem is that when they say pork butt, usually that's the shoulder. All right. Well, it's either the shoulder or it's ass. But, but it's then me. they say, uh, they also say bacon, right? No, ham. Ham. Yeah. That now that's that's the loaded question. I would say it's probably you you know you know the well, canned yeah. remember the canned Hormel hams? They even had the little cloves on them. That's probably what that is. Never had it. I remember them. I don't know if I've ever had them. They were in my cabinet growing uh, up. I'm sitting here going to say that I was spoiled because I always had a honey ham. No, we had honey baked From, ham at Christmas yeah, and Thanksgiving. Same here. Yeah, and I mean, I'll go on the record and say, you know, we didn't grow up poor. We just, again, my mom is no Martha My mouth Stewart. tastes like ass right now. <laughs> what, I've, the aftertaste? Uh-huh. My mouth tastes like ass. And right. I think I'm going to have to get something to clear this up. This is nasty. Eat the biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> Let me finish reading this. Spam's main ingredients are pork <gasps> shoulder and ham. With salt, water, modified potato starch that they use as a binder, sugar, sodium nitrate. So you got salt and sodium nitrate. And then the sodium nitrate, of course, that's a uh, preservative. 
What you saw in the bottom of the can, dear sir, is natural gelatin, which is formed uh, during the cooking process in its tin. So they cook them in the tin. That's kind of interesting. What are you going after? Anyway, they do have, ironically enough, and I saw this, they have different flavors of Spam. Is I that just even don't, possible? Yeah. Because <laughs> they, they, they have like four or five different ones. They do have a lower sodium op- option. Um, but, you know, like I said, it's pre-cooked, but they cook them in the tins. Okay. Uh, let's see. That way you can safely eat it straight from the can as it's written on Wikipedia. Um, but it's often cooked further for the taste because, you know, you put the sear on there. Mm. Concerns about Spam's nutritional attributes have been raised due to the fact that it contains twice as much of the daily dietary recommendation of fat as it does protein and about the health effects of salt and preservatives. Kind of glad I only ate like half a piece. I didn't eat a whole one. So that's a good thing because especially what we're going to be talking about here in a minute. Um, But... Uh, Spam has become part of popular culture, including a Monty Python sketch, which repeated the name many times, leading to its name being borrowed to describe unsolicited electronic messages. Email spam is what they're talking about there. Um, And then it's occasionally celebrated in festivals such such as Austin, Texas, Spamarama. Not one mention of Hawaii so far. Yeah, so far Hawaii hadn't even come up. It was big in World War II. Because, obviously, they just throw it in their packs and just eat it on the go. Uh, one billionth can of Spam was sold in 1959. 2012, the 8 billionth can was sold. Huh. Still looking for Hawaii. Yeah, there is no mention of Hawaii whatsoever. Yeah, so there you go. Now you've had spam, sir. Yeah. What, what, do, you, what do you think? Mm. What are you crunching on over there? Are you chewing, crunching on Lifesavers? Peppermint Lifesaver. So a hard Lifesaver. You're just sitting there crunching on it. That's Peppermint Lifesaver. Getting rid of that nasty-ass taste in my <laughs> mouth. Maybe we should have done a drink review tonight for the alcohol. Wow, yeah. Could have killed it. Good God. <laughs> you could go make it just an old-fashioned or something. What what do you got in that orange cup right there? Nothing. Empty. Oh, that looks like the remnants of some chocolate milk. At one point in time, and there was. I've got a hydration drink over here. It's prime. Not not that I like the Paul people. It's just the blue one's pretty tastes pretty good. Anyway. Water works, too. Yeah, I don't have no water. I left my bottle at the house. Anyway, sir. Well, so that is not not something I would go to on a regular basis at all. Actually, um, if this is the last time I've ever eaten it, I'd be okay. It will. I I didn't think I'd ever eat spam again either. The only reason I tried it with you is because you never had it, and yeah. everybody's got to have it at least once. Yeah. Well. The aftertaste, know. I got to be honest with you, isn't really affecting me like it is you. I wonder yeah. if that has anything to do with uh, the fact that you ate uh, some really good 
baked chicken earlier today. I don't know. I just, I, it started, I started smelling my breath. <laughs> and I'll have a good nose. And that that's the sad part. Oh, that's pretty bad. I'll have a good nose. And I started smelling. Uh, yeah, there, there will be no whispering anything in Mrs. Andrew's ear tonight. I have to spare the poor girl. Have a mint. <laughs> I think I will after. Oh, shit. Pause. All right, we took a brief... Ouch. All right, we took a brief break because uh, we we had to... Clean up. We had to clean up and we had to address the cat that shit in your mouth. Yeah, basically. It's yeah. like, I don't know if you were just laying there a minute ago with your mouth wide open or whatnot, but a, a, upon a sudden, it you know, a cat shit in your mouth. Yeah. So we've addressed it, and uh, we we have decided to do a drink review. Okay. Different than any other drink review we've ever done on this show. Yes. What do we have here? So I made you a cup of coffee. Yes. And I put some creamer in it. Yep. Okay. Wait a minute. I mean, we're, we're watching ourselves. I will say skim, but I will ask... What kind of creamer is this? It's a Coffee Mate Snickers. Oh, okay. So it's a flavored half and half type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Snickers flavored. Yes. All right. So we're, we're not doing booze this week. We're doing coffee. Yeah. So this now, is... this is my wheelhouse right here. This is Dunkin' Donuts coffee uh-huh. with the Snickers Coffee Mate. All right. We're in my wheelhouse. Now, my okay. normal coffee is just coffee with a splash of half and half. Okay. I usually don't sweeten my coffee. Mm-hmm. So, but I I like sweetened coffee just on occasion. This is an occasion, so cheers, good sir. Uh, cheers, lad. What the? This lady is an awesome grandma. <laughs> you gave me a, a grandma's cup. I did. Oh, that is fantastic. This is the best drink review I've ever had in my life. Is, isn't, isn't that insane? That's fantastic. Yeah. It's liquid crack. Yeah. When I heard you say, hey, you know, I'm going to have a cup of coffee, my eyes got big. Because you may, you shine with, you know, the adult beverages in your, your samplings. But coffee's my, that's my wheelhouse, man. And so now I can honestly say you, you, you shine as a barista. <laughs> Good job, Mr. Warwick. Griffin, you okay, pal? I think he's all right. You fed him some spam off air. I did. What did he think of it? Uh, he loved it. I even gave him, oh, we didn't talk about what we did before. This is ins- it's insane, isn't it? This coffee is freaking delicious. I mean, if you want a second cup. <laughs> no, I can't. Can. I got to sleep at some point. But we my can God, keep, this is so Well, good. you work tomorrow? No. So? Come on, man. I'm trying to adjust my sleep patterns here. Uh, all right, but I've got five minutes to drink this anyway. Actually, about we'll talk. We'll talk about that. At this is the an easy five minute drink, though. Yeah. <laughs> this is a three minute drink. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so there's nothing better than coffee. If a doctor said, "Dude, you need to stop drinking coffee," I'm like, "Dude, you can have alcohol. You can have fast food. Yeah, like you can have sweets." I this doesn't taste like coffee to me, though. And and I really like the Dunkin' because Dunkin's got chocolate in it. I taste the coffee. Well, I mean, but, don't get me wrong, I taste it, 
But I'm just saying Dunkin's got chocolate in theirs. Yeah. Anyway. They so ro- it's, they roast chocolate with yeah, their coffee. Right. Yeah. So their their coffee's kind of sweet anyway. And I, I think it's oh delicious. But then adding the Snickers to it just I'd rather have this than your old fashioned. Really? I love coffee, dude. No, I get it. I love it too. Coffee's but my I, thing. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it just depends on the day or time or place well it's a little chilly outside so i mean this is perfect yeah this is almost like a hot chocolate hot chocolate coffee it's it's a treat yeah it is this is more of a dessert than it is anything else but um we didn't talk about what we did before uh we turned the mics on proceed sir so um i ripped that spam out of the can yeah you did and the first thing i did is i i cut off a piece and i just was curious and wanted to, I wanted to try it. Not that I didn't want to try it on the air. I did want to try it on the air. But, you know, when when you see something that you've never had before, um, an opportunity arises. And when you told me that it was pork and ham, ham, which is also pork. Right. But to be fair, when you tried before we clicked, you know, on with the mics yeah that was not spam that you had well the one piece was because i i I took a small piece and i fried it up kind of like what you did but i i did it really thin like really thin and i just lightly fried it on either side cut it in half and then i i tried a small bite and then i dipped it in the little mixture that we had and was like oh my god chris you gotta try this um but the other part of the piece that I cut off, uh, I diced it up into little, l- tiny little cubes. Little bits. Little bits. Little bits. And I made caramel. <laughs> I, I, I kind of can't candied them, I guess. So I candied the spam. Candied spam. Yeah. You did spam burnt ends. Yes, that was where I was trying to go with it, but I I, th- I did a little too much the the caramel or what you made millionaires it. spam, kind of yeah. But it, and the idea was just to try it with the uh, the caramelized sugar, which it was good, and then to try that dipped in the barbecue sauce, the fifty fifty, to try and see if it would kind of emulate my bacon burnt ends and it was pretty close i liked it i mean but i mean bacon beef. burnt ends are bigger though yeah and so it's got the mushiness in the middle and it's got the fat that renders down when it smokes and all that so it, it it's not like a complete even comparison yeah let's be fair it wasn't the spam that i liked it was the concoction with the sauce yeah, I was just curious. So, you know, that was just me, like, doing my thing. You ever tried to do burn-ins with, like, Chuck? I mean, burn-ins typically come off a brisket anyway, so you could. You could I'd be do curious. burn-ins with anything. Yeah, I'd be curious of that, because you've got... I wonder... Nah, you couldn't do that in an air fryer. You'd have to smoke it. Yeah, no, you have to smoke it. Air fryer would overcook it. It would probably make it a lot. Eh. Mm. You're over there. Your brain's moving. I'm just enjoying this cup of coffee. (sighs) 
Maybe. I, I'm going to say maybe. It would definitely, it would almost be like an instant pot. Well, unless you did them. Remember those uh, sirloin tips you did that one time with the Danos? <clears throat> wonder if we can do something like that with the sauce. But maybe. Matt might cook it, overcook it, because it gets too hot. I mean, I guess you could lower the temperature and make it almost like you're oh. doing a dehydrator. Yeah, and I, yeah. Something to think about. Yeah. Something to try in the future. <clears throat> in the meantime, you keep coming up with these ideas of uh, some coffee because I'm, I'm digging the coffee. Uh, Did you ever here. have it with the um, the hazelnut? Yeah, I'm, I'm not crazy about hazelnut. If I'm going to do hazelnut, I'd rather have it with espresso because it's a stronger coffee and it kind of tames the hazelnut a little bit. Hmm. But like I'll do like a French vanilla one, but where you do I think. See, I wasn't fond of French vanilla. Well, you, you got to do it yourself. You don't use their French vanilla. You get like the syrup, and you do like a splash of the syrup in the hazelnut. Hmm. And that's basically what French vanilla is. I think it's two parts vanilla, one part hazelnut. You get French vanilla. Okay. Well, I have Starbucks vanilla. That'll work. Yeah, because that's what I use to make my. So put Caramel two, macchiatos. Yeah, put two pumps in your cup and then add the hazelnut. You got a French <clears throat> vanilla coffee. I'll have to try that. I'll try that in the morning. You remember that stuff that our mother-in-law used to have every single morning and night? Was that that carnation? Yeah. The international house. It was an instant coffee, though. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It was like a, a but it was more of like an instant cappuccino type yeah, thing, I'm but never, it was very I'm, vanilla. I never tried it. It wasn't bad. I mean, I wouldn't go out of my way to drink it. I just didn't know if you ever tried it. You yeah. could probably doctor it up and make it good. Maybe toss some half and half in there. I watched that woman cook chicken noodle soup one time. And, you know, we have RO. But she would go get like a case of water from Costco. And that's how she made her chicken noodle soup. She'd just stand over the pot and dump bottles of water for the broth. Yeah. <laughs> it, was the, it was the damnedest thing I ever saw. But it was a good chicken noodle soup. Ah, all right. NFL. We have avoided <clears throat> the NFL all season long. But now it's playoff time. Okay. So it's time to start following some football. But did you see the news today? There, there's been some pretty decent headlines today. I actually no, I didn't see the news today. I was, I was busy today. All right. Well, Pete Carroll. Well, that some oh, say he was fired. Some say he retired. Yeah, that that I did see. I, yeah. Well, the we'll find out in the coming days, probably sooner rather than later, but. It's possible he may still have a job with the Seahawks, just not as the head coach. He's retiring from coaching. But And this isn't NFL-related yet, but it possibly could be NFL-related. Head coach for Alabama. Talking about the college team, the SEC team, Nick Saban retires. So, ladies and gentlemen of the audience, if you have Alabama friends... Check on them. They are not okay today. You want to talk about a dominant dude. 
And again, I'm, I'm no fan of the SEC. I'm no fan of Alabama. But listen to what this guy's done. He's, you know how hard it is to win a national title. This dude won six of them with Alabama, one of them with LSU. He's probably going to go down as the greatest coach ever in college history. 292 wins, seven national titles, 11 SEC champions, two-time coach of the year. So I tell you that news to tell you this news. If you go back a few weeks, here is every firing to date, and today's Wednesday the 10th, this is every head coach firing to date. So Pete Carroll, we'll just say he was fired um, because, you know, technically he was, even though he's probably still going to stay with the Seattle Seahawks. That job's now open. Uh, Mike, I can't pronounce his name, Vrabel, with the Titans. He got axed yesterday. So the Titans now have an opening. Washington Commanders, Ron Rivera, fired on the 8th. Ron Rivera, really? Yeah, yeah they canned him. Wow. Uh, Arthur Smith of the Falcons, they fired him the day before that. So we've been averaging a firing a day, right? Okay. Um, go back to the 15th of December, the Chargers, they just, they, they took Brandon Staley out to the, to the woodshed and they axed him then. So they didn't even wait till the end of the season, especially after that. You remember that performance on Thursday night? I think it was, was it against the Raiders? I think they got hammered. It's like one of the most upside down games in NFL history. Um, Carolina Panthers, they fired their coach on November 27th. So Frank Reich, Reich, Rich, whatever. I don't know. Uh, the Raiders, of course, they fired Josh McDaniels. And let's see here. There's some, you know, coordinator jobs opened up like Giants, Bears, etc. But nope. We'll stop right there with the head coaches. We coordinator, offensive coordinator for Bears. Yeah, thank freaking God. Yeah, Luke Getzey, they canned him today. Good. So they listened. They did. Finally. Yeah. Defensive coordinator for the Giants, he's done. Uh, defensive coordinator for the Jags is done. Defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio. Didn't he used to be the head coach for the Panthers? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's done. Uh, let's see here, Matt Canada, offensive coordinator. Steelers, done. Ken Dorsey, offensive coordinator for the Bills, done. Mick Lombardi, done. Either way, there's some openings. Wow. So. I guess I'll start uh, getting my resume together. You should. Ha! <laughs> it, you know, if, if you can coach like you, you play the Xbox game over there, you do okay. I did coach football. But I'm talking if you can coach NFL football the way you play NFL on that little handheld gimmick over there. The I coach you have a PlayStation. Or I coached uh, I coached Josh and Jonathan when they were uh, younger. No, I remember. And uh, I've been to football games that you coached. the The first two seasons we killed it, and then I decided to pack it up. Had some problems with other coaches. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I remember we. What I never understood, because, again, it's not like it's winter in Chicago. We're talking, like, fall. Yeah. And, you know, there'd be, you know, mornings we would wake up at, like, 5 or 6 a.m. And, uh, you know, 
Jonathan would go do a soccer game, then he'd go do a softball or baseball game, but then, you know, the, the PS3 says dance, where everybody came to was the football game. So mm-hmm. the sisters, the grandparents, they were all at the football games. Yeah. You were there, of course, on the sidelines. I uh, I got coerced into coaching and helping out, but um, I know football's a little bit in my blood, so I had to do it. Well, you and wanted I to. Uh, you're not going to do anything yeah. you don't want to no, do. No, but part of me didn't want to, but then the, the thought of being like, okay, well, you know... Uh, the kids kind of heard, you know, hey, you should go coach. And I was kind of like, eh. And then I'm like, no, dad, coach, you know, or Uncle Sean, you should coach. Right. Then how do you turn it down? Right. Because then you're just ruining a child's memory. So anyway, it, it really worked out for the best because we had two stellar years. So I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, I don't think I really learned much because I knew a lot about football. So it was just a great two years to have fun with a a group of kids. Um, We literally had a draft and everything. It was it was unbelievable. You guys didn't have like a trophy for every kid, did you? Uh, I don't know, because the the first year we ended up being runners up. So we did, which was the first year we created this league. Right. So it was the very first year this league ever was around. Um, And we didn't win the little tyke Super Bowl. Right. (laughs) So we ended up losing Um, and we did get a second place trophy. Now, the following year, we went back at it and we took the whole thing. We just annihilated everybody. And then you gave up. After that, you you did too yeah much. because I had a problem with the offensive coordinator. <laughs> Dude, your life is a sitcom. Sometimes you know that. <laughs> uh, why do you say that? <laughs> are, you, are you saying like I'm a George Costanza or something There's that no I sleep underneath my necessary. desk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying sometimes like we got open mics right now on a podcast, but sometimes I wish we had cameras following us around for a reality show. Huh. I think it'd be funny. Something like The Office, where you know you film it like a comedy. It, it, yeah. The thing, though, is I don't think a lot of reality shows today are really reality. They're scripted, exactly. right? Exactly. Where tell they're scripted. Yes. Where I don't think... I don't think my life needs to be scripted. It's a joke just the way it is. I wouldn't call it a joke. <laughs> it's just funny things tend to happen whenever you're around. I would just say things tend to happen when I'm around. Oh, sometimes I just wish you could, like if me and you were doing something, like when we mounted your buddy's cameras and we're both just being jackasses. Oh, sometimes yeah. I wish there was a camera there. Or when you're on my roof and I'm at the bottom of the ladder just you know making sure it doesn't fall over you know acting like i'm doing something yeah some of the back and forth banter it's I don't know, it's just funny and then anytime we gather you know all the war was in in one spot and you know th- that and i i know we're being good but that fuckery <laughs> you know unveils it's just it's fun you have a very fun interesting life i think that is not an insult. 
Um, I'm not calling it dysfunction. I'm calling it fun. You know, it's funny. I, I had a guy at work today. This guy doesn't work with me all the time. He's kind of new to the team. He said that I am the most mellow person he's ever known. Bullshit. Excuse me. Sorry. Well, just that I don't mellow in the fact that everybody at my job gets frustrated. Um, they I'll get mad. Cool hand Luke when you're working and stuff like that. I just don't give. Not that I don't give a fuck because I, I do care. I just choose my battles. I'll agree to that. Yeah, I um, I know where my you place would is. Be sarcastic with somebody than yell at them. Well, I know where my place is, and I know what I'm capable of doing, and I don't overstep my bounds, or I try not to. I don't want to be that person, so I don't let things get to me at work. I come in, I do my job, and I leave. And so for that, a lot of people, they get all uptight based on how things work there. And I just understand that it's, okay, I was taught something early on from a guy that had worked there for like over 20 years. He said, play the game. Come in every day, smile on your face. They ask you to do something, you do it. Now I've done that and I've worked my way up. And because of it, I'm in a nice place, you know, uh, the deluxe apartment in the sky, you know, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but I'm in a good place. And so because of it, um, the only time somebody harps on me is if something goes wrong, but nine times out of 10, it's not something I've done. It's something that has happened and I'm there to correct it. Are they used to? So like, for example, if, if you're being, if, if if somebody's getting under your skin at home or whatever, I've, I've seen you do it a thousand times. You'll, you'll come back very even tone. You don't get animated, but you'll come back like with a sarcastic remark. And so it's funny, like your kids, you know, staff, like people who, who know you, they're used to your sarcasm. So it's almost just like everyday banter. Do the people at work, are they, are they put off by some of your sarcasm? They uh, know, they know my sarcasm. Cause like, okay, my boss is called a group leader. Yeah. So they call <laughs> him a GL. That's, that's what we call him a GL. And, um, it, you know, I'm a technician, so I, I work with my hands and they have these, uh, knee pads that you use and everybody's like, you know, Hey, you know, if you're kneeling down, use a knee pad, you know, just save your knees. Cause we got raised metal flooring so we work on metal floors um and so it's always hey you know don't kneel on your knee just put padding underneath there and i always say no it's it's not a knee pad it's a gl alignment jig (laughs) i mean that in the sense you know know when you're looking for a raise it's a (laughs) gl alignment jig so whatever I, a lot of that happens. I, I always joke around with people. I am sarcastic and it's just second. I don't know. I guess it's first nature for me. Yeah, but it's fun. Like usually, I mean, I, you know, I try to get a laugh out of people. It's probably not so fun for some of your kids if they're doing something wrong rather than yell at them. You just, you, you begin a sarcastic back and forth with them. So it's probably annoying to them after a certain while, but I mean, you know, then you think, got everybody else who just laughs at it. I think they see past it and, and they see either facial expression or a tone. 
and they read more into that than they do what I'm saying. Okay. I, that's just what I think. I, 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 I'm curious about this. I'm, I'll ask you about the offensive coordinator beef off air because now I'm curious because oh, okay. I yeah. know that offensive coordinator. <laughs> like I don't know him, but like I know of him. Anyway, we're talking about the NFL. Yep. And then we did what we did. Yeah. Um, All right, let's get back. So here's, before we get to the playoff picture, Nick Saban, you know, coached down in uh, in Alabama, obviously, but I think he lives somewhere, somewhere southeast. I want to say like Georgia, something like that. So you've got Carolina um, with some openings. You've got Tennessee and you've got Atlanta. And I think... Let's just say he lives in in Georgia, Atlanta. Would be perfect for him. Do you think he is like truly retiring, or do you think this dude's gonna pull a Pete Carroll? Well, Pete Carroll's like seventy two years old. He don't look it, but he Pete Carroll's old. Let's see what Nick Saban's age is. He's uh, he's seventy two also, so he's Carroll's age. Yeah, uh, they may be done. You think it, it just depends. Some people, it's in their blood and they just can't stop, right? Um, well, Pete Carroll Tom to me. Coughlin, ring a bell. Bill Belichick, ring a bell. Right. <laughs> yeah. Belichick, bell. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> yeah, I, I see got what that. I did there. Surprised they haven't fired him. Ever since Brady left, they've sucked. Uh, I would say I that. The, I would say that Kraft probably has a bit of loyalty to Bel- Belichick. He made him a very wealthy man, that's for sure. Yeah, so it's probably one of those things, okay, you know, he's an old dude, he ain't going to do this forever, I'll just let him retire out. Yeah, I'm not sure how how that plays out. I know there was, I think there was a meeting this week, but I don't know whatever came out of it. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know how I know that either, because I've been Cause pretty you- busy this week. But I did see it somewhere. All right, well... I'm going to, you know, I know you don't, you don't follow college ball. No. Nick Other Saban. than Harbaugh. <laughs> Har- oh, yeah. Harbaugh. He, they think he might be going back to the NFL. So I heard he hired somebody to help him get into the NFL. And I hope he does. He was a great quarterback. And I think his knowledge is pretty extensive. I mean, I don't know. Okay. He he's tearing he's tearing up college ball, let's put it that way. Right. Michigan's unbelievable. Where does he go? I you know, all those teams that I just named with uh, I I Like where would you want to go? Would you want to go to like Tennessee? Do you want to go to Atlanta? You know, Vegas. A lot of eyes are on Vegas right now because it has not been the best transition. They may be willing to drop some bucks. I don't know, though, but the dude that uh, covered, he did a pretty damn good job. He was off. Was he the offensive coordinator that took over as head coach? Yeah. Interim head coach? I think so. He did a pretty decent job, and I think the the players had more respect for him. Okay. I can see see that. So, honestly, in my opinion, I think they should just hire him as a head coach. Give him an opportunity. Because, like, there's no, like... None of the real sexy options are open. And by sexy options, I mean like, you know, 49ers and like the Cowboys. Like oh, I thought you bigger. were going to be like Deion Sanders coming and coaching. 
No, I'm NFL, talking about like the which, big, big, big teams. That's another option. Is Deion Sanders, uh, once his contract ends, is he coming to the NFL? Probably. He's probably waiting for uh, the Cowboys spot to open up. Can you can you imagine that? That'd be that, crazy. I, I still wouldn't like the Cowboys. <laughs> Put Dion there. I, I, I like Dion. He, he's fun. Yeah, he's I'm not much of a Cowboys fan either, but I am a Cowgirls fan. Oh, you like the little cheerleaders? Hell, come on. Who doesn't? They had a reality show, too. Steph used to watch that. Yeah? Did you happen to catch some of it? Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, I've... I've, I've and uh, it was awful, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a terrible show. Yeah, Couldn't I Couldn't stand it. Yep. Couldn't, you know, yuck. Yeah, just... <laughs> why watch Baywatch? <laughs> you don't need Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> run, run like the wind, Yasmin. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> run, uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to say Nick Saban goes to. I'm going to say Atlanta just because of the positioning. I'm saying he's done. He's saying he's done. Okay. Carol, I say he'll I'm be. I'm saying Carol's done. He'll he'll be in front office. I mean, he'll be somebody in, in Seattle's office. He got a Super Bowl for those guys. He's a positive dude. He had 14 years with them. I mean, again, you would only think. one team can win at all every year. You know, not dynasties don't come along that often. You know, like the Giants, they won three. I know because sometimes I hear that little midget, de plane, de plane. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. That's a different was show. Was that Dynasty? No, that wasn't Dynasty. That was Love Boat. Oh, my God. I'm dating myself. <laughs> hey, boss. De plane, de plane. All right. You know, we know the big teams. You know, we know the teams that are doing really good. We're going to go through this. We're going to make some picks. Okay? As, as uneducated as we are with this season of football because neither of us have really followed anything. We're, our football season starts oh, yeah. now. Uh, uh, don't anybody take our picks and go to uh, um, the betting sites, uh, please. We may get lucky. So here's... here's us? Oh, yeah. We may Wait. get lucky. When have we ever gotten lucky? Well, I don't know. I, I'm, let's, I'm a let's baseball think, Let's think about your I baseball got, picks. <laughs> I was wrong on a lot of them. <laughs> I got Otani right. Yeah. I got the money wrong, but I got Otani right. Yeah. Um. I, I think I got Yamamoto right. I was t- I was torn I between I him and the Mets yeah, or Dodgers remember. and the Mets. Anyway, NFL football. Focus, Andrews. Focus, Warwa. Wild card round, Saturday. Got the Browns versus the Texans. Texans. Yeah, Texans. Got Miami versus KC. Oh. Oh. Uh. Yeah. I'll go first on this one. I'm going to say Miami. I think they're going to upset KC. That's, that's where my head's at. But I don't know, man. Maybe they'll pull through. Mahomes has kind of come out as like a prima donna diva this season. <laughs> and even though we don't follow, we haven't followed this season's football, we see all of Mahomes, you know, shenanigans. 
you know, his wife's out there. She's running her mouth. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, they're doing their thing. I don't know. They they have a lot of distractions this year. Yeah, they they're very mainstream. But if they win the Super Bowl this year, they become a dynasty. Be three. Hmm. That'd be three. Well, uh, I thought it was four. It's yeah. I think it. I think it's four. Four in like six years or seven years. Yeah, my memory shot. Now I gotta look it up. All right, you keep you look that up. Sunday. Now I'm, now I'm curious. This Sunday, the 14th, you got Steelers versus Bills. If I know. I'll say Bills. Uh, you got Green Bay versus Cowboys. Green Bay. Okay. I, I hate to say it because I don't like them, but I think they'll win. So I'm I'll, say, I'll root for the Cowboys, but I think Green Bay is going to win. I, I <clears throat> will root for the Packers on this one. Because I can't stand the Cowboys, but I think the Cowboys are going to win. Here's a good one. This is a really good one. Rams, Lions. Um, I mean, I hope Lions. Um, Well, uh, on the AFC side here, because Baltimore gets to buy. And Baltimore was, I'll just say it right now, Baltimore is my pick to win it all. But not that, not because I like Baltimore, I don't. Probably have to pull for the Rams. Just, you know, it's a family thing. Um, okay, I got it. You got it? Mm-hmm. What do you got? So, for an NFL team to... Be considered a dynasty. It has to win multiple Super Bowls over five years. Now, as of September 2023, the Chiefs have hosted five consecutive AFC championship games and three Super Bowls, winning two Lombardi trophies. Oh, so they would be a dynasty. So if they win one more Super Bowl... They are a dynasty. Well, it's funny is I've there's I've got family members who are rooting for the Chiefs because you know some of them they live out in that kind of that direction. They're a few hours from KC, but I'll tell you this much. So you remember when we went there? My cousin John, yeah, big Rams fan, huge Rams fan. His wife is a Chiefs fan. That's going to be interesting. And I know a lot of them out there, they're they're Chiefs fans. So I I'm gonna, you know, John's my blood. I'll pull for him. My brother Michael, Rams fan. Uh Steve could care less about football, but he'd probably pull for the Rams. He'll he'll pull for the Rams or the Chiefs. I don't know which one. Um everybody else in my family, they're all Titans fans, and the Titans are out. Me, I'm the only Chargers fan, and I'm rebelling against them because they moved to LA. I just I hate two teams in one city. It's just it's dumb. Um, so I will, I can see the Lions winning this. They're probably going to win it, but I mean, I have to pull for the Rams, so I'm going to say the Rams. All right. Monday, you got Philly versus Tampa Bay. I don't know either one of them, to be honest. 
you know, I'm going to say Philly just because I've, you know, you feel just, like I've seen more people talk about them, <laughs> especially like on, uh, on my Facebook feed. Seems like they're getting a lot of love and attention. I got a couple, I don't know how, but back in Tennessee, there's a couple Philly fans. Um, the Eagles, like, how do you become an Eagles fan? Really? Of, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe they never really liked uh, Houston. Well, I mean, if these people grew up in the 80s, I mean, they don't know an NFL team until the late 90s. So, yeah, I, maybe. Yeah, I guess. But then why wouldn't you just, I mean, if, I don't know. Every, when I moved to Tennessee, it was I think I moved to Tennessee 94. 93, 94, something like that. Everybody I knew were Cowboy fans. Cowboy fans and 49er fans. But I think a lot of that's because they never had a team. Yeah. Right? So the exactly. Titans the Titans weren't a thing. Right. I mean, you had, now they're all you, you had Houston Oilers. And then they become the Tennessee Oilers. Yeah. Played in Memphis. But they were based out of Nashville because they didn't have a stadium. So weird. I remember the, I, the, the song that they played on the radio still is in my head. We're the Tennessee Oilers. Because, you know, Nashville, Music City, country music. They got some probably honky-tonk band. They weren't big to sing the theme song the year that they moved. Because the stadium wasn't built. They played out of Memphis. And, like, every time they come on team, we're the Tennessee Oilers. It was the, oh, my God, I got to find that on YouTube. I got to play that. I mean, it you. sounds awful. It, it was God awful. And then, so it's like, I can't wait till they rename these guys. I can't wait till they get in their stadium. And then a freaking tornado hit in 98. I think it was 98, 97, 98, whenever it was. And pushed construction back on that. And so it was, you know, it was a little, they didn't have it ready by opening day. Because, I mean, all the cranes and everything just just demolished. Like, it was a big, I think it was an F5 tornado. That's crazy. I was, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes north of it. So, I mean, I didn't see or experience or hear or do anything. But I just, I remember the after effects. Like, it, it got leveled. All right. Hey, I got it. I got it. I got it. Here it is. You gotta listen to this. Oh shit. You're just grunting. This is the longest intro I've ever heard. They have a cowbell. That's not a honky tonk fan. You know who that is? That's Ronnie Dunn.
Wow. I always thought that was just some honky tonk, dude. That was Ronnie Dunn from Brooks and Dunn. Really? It didn't say it, but I guarantee I guarantee you that was Ronnie Dunn. Because it didn't it didn't have the, the artist's name on there. Okay, my turn to look. Yeah. Man, they must have paid him a penny to sing that catastrophe. Where's the Tennessee Oilers? Huh? I have no idea how we got pulled over here. We're, we're getting pulled every which way but loose right now. We made our picks. He's looking it up. Oh, come on. Crap. Uh, Is this it? It's not it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Everything but what I'm looking for. What are you looking for? You trying to find the artist of that overbearing song that was just played? Yeah. All right. I'm I'm trying Look. to be like, oh, wait. Where's the... Hey, Is that hey. their fights? No, that's Houston Oilers. What the shit? What the shit? I think it's just called the Tennessee Oilers theme song. That's what it says on here. Old Oilers song. I found it. Problems I thought. Tennessee Oilers song from 1998. Uh, okay. So who is it? All right, we're going to enlist the help of Siri over here. Who sings the Tennessee Oilers theme song from 1998? Go. Uh, wow. Ronnie Dunn co-wrote it. Well, that means that if he co-wrote it, he, he sang it. So not only did he write this catastrophe, he sang it. He had to have sang it. Sang it, sing it, sung it, flung it. Who flung poo? Huh. It just says that he co-wrote it. They didn't, it's not saying who sang. It was him. All right, Squirrel, let's get back to this. Okay, so you had first round. Okay, so Ravens get a first round bye. Hmm. I'm, I'm not satisfied yet. He's not satisfied. You're not satisfied. I'm not satisfied.
Oh, it's actually on Apple Music. Are you kidding me? Well, there goes, there goes um, the ambulance. There you go. It's Brooks and Dunn. So it's Kicks both was of them. in there too? Both of them. Man, I bet you they, they wish they had that one back. Well, they're looking for me. I wonder if that has anything to do with them Gilbert goons. No, that's... Did you read that BS? Wouldn't you like to just been in an in-and-out parking lot when all that happened and one of them just tried to attack you just so you can just hammer fist them right in the nose? Uh, Bunch of punks. Yeah, they are. And yes, I would have loved to somehow accidentally get mixed up in there. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll save that story because there's a lot of development on that one. But uh, There is, and they can be in some serious trouble if they serious. get considered a gang. Yep. Because that's Homeland. Mm-hmm. Gangland warfare is Homeland Security. Federal. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, we'll save that for next week. We're talking freaking football. It's taken us 45 freaking minutes to get through this, but we're going to freaking do it. All right, so we're going to start on the AFC side here. Let me pull up my bracket again because I was too busy looking for Kicks Brooks. <laughs> Still can't believe he did that. All right, Steelers, Bills, you didn't have a pick. Um, I said um, I said the Bills. So yeah, I'll the, follow you. Okay, cool. So then you've got the... Um, Texans, Browns. We went through that. That was Texans. Yeah, you said Texans. I'm trying to figure out how, how they make the advancement because one of them gets the divisional. So Baltimore, I guess it depends on who wins because there's the wild card. Some of these are wild card winners. Um, so depending on who wins depends on who gets the Ravens. So let's just say it's the Ravens versus, I guess the lowest seed in all of these would be... Texans are a division winner. Chiefs are a division winner. And the Bills are a division winner. And we said Texans. We both said Dolphins. Okay, so the Dolphins would be the lowest seed. They'd take on the Ravens. Okay? Dolphins, Ravens. I'd say Ravens. Okay? So then it would be Texans, Bills. Okay, Texans, Bills. Texans. I agree. Okay, so then Texans, Baltimore. I still go Texans. Okay, so you're sending Texas to the Super Bowl? Yeah. That'd be a Cinderella story. I'm sending Ravens to the Super Bowl. Okay. All right, that's the AFC side. I wish that we would have done a little more prep work on the Jacksonville stuff because there's some funny stories in there, mainly because I just don't like Tony Khan. He's a um, His dad owns the, the Jaguars. He's part owner, but he's the one who started AEW, that new wrestling federation. So much potential that it had, past tense, could have again if he would just step aside. But he he, he runs his mouth quite a lot on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it now. And the Jags, because the AFC South was so bad all year, the Jags were basically in the lead. And then the other day with the Texans winning, 
it it you know it booted the Jags out, and the Jags didn't have a shot at the at the wild card. So now they're out, and it just mums the word on that. It, anyway, all right, Green Bay versus Cowboys. You're pulling for the Cowboys, but you say Green Bay. Yeah. Okay. Then there's L.A. and Detroit. Um. So. You said Detroit. Yes. I said LA. Okay, so Eagles, Tampa Bay. And you said you said Eagles? I said Eagles. I, I, I agree with Eagles. Okay, so the lowest seed would take on the 49ers. And of everyone that you just said, I think that would be be Green Bay. So if Green Bay wins, it's Green Bay 49ers. Who do you got? Hmm. I want 49ers to win. Because you want that kid from Queen Crick. Yeah? Yep. Purdy? Mm-hmm. Okay, so It'd 49ers. A, it would be a pretty good story. Pretty good. All right, I'll go, I'll I'll go with that. 49ers. Um, but then you're talking it's either LA or Detroit uh versus Philly. And I don't think it matters LA or Detroit. I think either one of them can take Philly. But you said Detroit, so you got Detroit versus Philly. Yeah, I got, got Detroit over Philly. Okay. And I also have LA. So now you're talking for the championship, it's either going to be LA or Detroit versus the Niners. Who do you got? I'd like to see the Niners. Um, I would. I'd like to see it. I don't know if it'll happen, though. I don't hate the Niners, um, but I, again, part of me, just family ties, I got to pull for L.A. That would be tough, but that'd be that'd be a fun matchup. I'd like to see L.A. versus San Francisco. Detroit's a good story, but they're in your division, so you can't possibly like them. Mm-mm. All right, so you you got the Niners going to the Super Bowl versus the Texans. You, you have to understand my division. Uh, I hate them all. Yeah, like hate the Vikings, hate Green Bay, don't like Detroit. But you don't hate Detroit. <laughs> I don't hate them I'm because just, they've never really been in thorn in your side. They've always sucked. Well, except when they had Barry Sanders, they were pretty good. Yeah. But. Even then, um, yeah, no. But, I mean, at one point in time, they had the best wide receiver in the league, and they couldn't do nothing with that. Remember when they had Stafford and Megatron? Yeah. They still couldn't pull off a win. Didn't they go 0-16 that season? It's amazing that when Stafford left and went to a team that actually had a team, what he was capable of doing. Ooh, you know what I just thought of? Stafford's a Ram. Mm-hmm. Going against the Lions. Isn't there some other correlations between the Rams and the Lions matchup? Like there's some former, like not just players, but I think staff, like maybe the coaches, the head oh, coaches. I don't know. Something about there's former Rams on the Lions, there's former Lions on the Rams. So it's kind of interesting. I'm not sure about that. All right, either way, you've got San Francisco versus Texas. That's what I'd like to see. Okay, I've got Baltimore versus... I got Baltimore versus L.A. just 
out of fandom. But if I take family bias out of it, I've probably got... Lions versus San Francisco would be a good matchup. I'll go San Francisco versus Baltimore. That's my Super Bowl. San Francisco versus Baltimore. Baltimore wins. So you got San Francisco versus Texas. Mm -hmm. San Francisco winning. I lean towards the Texans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Out of fandom, or you just you're, you're calling that shot? Kind of pissing into the breeze at this point. Okay. I got to look this up. Detroit versus Rams. Irony. See what this is. Do you want me to look up Ebony? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) God, I feel like there's some irony. (laughs) 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 You have to think about some of these... uh, yeah, the only they've just got Stafford all over the place. All right, that is the uh, that's our football talk. So we just went through an entire playoff season, and we'll come back this time next week and see where we're all wrong. Yeah, or see right how, how wrong we are, and uh, we'll repick. We'll we'll do this every single week. Maybe as we you know as we watch some games, we actually learn a thing or two. I'm not going to be able to watch any games this week. Not on Saturday. Wildcard rounds on Saturday. Uh, yeah, I guess I could catch Saturday. I won't be able to watch anything Sunday or Monday. You'll get to see, I think, didn't I just say, I think Detroit LA is on Saturday, which is the only game I'm really interested, to be honest with you. It's the only game of every game that I just spat out. It's the only one I'm interested in. Because to me, it's L.A. or nothing. Like, Because all the other teams in there, I could really care less. Okay. So, I mean, I you know, if L.A. gets eliminated early, I don't know. I probably have to just. Who's your team? Char- who's, your, who's your home team? Chargers. I like the Titans because, you know, I lived there for, you know, quite a few years as well. And, I mean, I, I would root for the Titans until, the you know, they were against the Chargers. I'd root for the Chargers against the Titans because they played once a year. And I've been to Chargers-Titans games in Tennessee and in San Diego. Okay. But, I mean, the Chargers, they when they had LT and Rivers, I mean, they were okay. They had one year where they made it to, I want to say, the divisional round. And it was against, I think, the Jets. I mean, it it was the stupidest game I've ever seen in my life. I think they, they scored nine points. <laughs> Three field goals. Yeah. But the kicker, Nate Kading, who was, I think he was the highest rated kicker that year, and I want to say it was 06. I think he missed a bunch of field goals. And if he would have made one or two of the ones he missed, I think it you know it's a different game. But it was just, it was a weird day in San Diego. You know, San Diego, every time you... you you turn the TV on, it's like, you know, warm and sunny. 
it was just this particular day. It was like, I want to say it was in the forties and cloud coverage. It was just weird. It was a weird, weird day. Okay. But yeah, that was really the only shot they had. And then in the nineties, it was, I want to say San Francisco versus the chargers. And that's kind of when I picked. And the only reason I picked the chargers is because of Southern California. Okay. Cause you know, again, Titans weren't in, Tennessee. Were you a football fan growing up? I wasn't a football fan until I want to say 93. Oh, okay. Because that was the the first of the two meetings between the Bills and the Cowboys. Is you know, I don't like the Cowboys today. I liked the Cowboys then. That Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, Emmett Smith trio. Right. They were fun to watch. Yeah. That's how I got into football. So I didn't I played it at, you know, on freaking Nintendo. But that's sure. about it. I didn't start following football until about 93. Okay. And I didn't have a team. I just liked those three players. And then in 94, 95, whatever it was, um, it was a California Super Bowl. I chose the Chargers because they're Southern California. I just stuck with them. And then 99, 98, 99, whenever Tennessee got the uh, Titans, I would follow both teams. I like both teams equally. Yeah. Um, but I'd always, you know, side with the Chargers just for the hometown thing. And, you know, when the, that game was over, I'd go back to just because the Chargers weren't really a contender. The Titans were. So, you know, come playoff time, I didn't have to pick. You know, they're both AFC. It's possible they could have eventually met. But when the Chargers got competitive after they got Rivers and um, Antonio Gates, LT, they were very competitive, but then the Titans kind of fell off. Okay. So I really never was in a position to pick one over the other. Then LA moves to San Diego, or um, San Diego moves to LA. And I was already kind of mad at the NFL because I, you know how I feel about politics and sports, keep, right. keep them separate. I don't give a rat's ass who anybody votes for. I'm not going to not be a friend with somebody because they vote for another candidate that I didn't vote for. Right. Could care less. And all these people who want to cancel, you know, actors because actors vote for this person or don't vote for this person. Fucking stupid. And I know I just said the F word. It's stupid. It really is. It's just a matter of opinion. Yeah. We are big enough to... I I hate the two-party system. I freaking hate it. I really do. I thought we were never going political on here. Well, we're not not choosing a side. Right, but... (laughs) We're rimming. We're rimming. We don't want to do a rim job. We'll pull pull it it out. It's easy just to say everybody's got an opinion like everybody's got a butthole. I mean, it's just... It's how it is. Everybody should be allowed to have an opinion without me worrying about whether I'm going to lose a friend or not. Yeah. Well, to me, it surprises me that these people that are celebrities feel that, you know, all these people like them. And so because they like them, uh, they feel that they can push their agenda on their fans. And, you know, both sides are guilty of it. So it's not like we're bashing. Oh, no, Absolutely. Both sides are guilty. A hundred percent. Yeah. Diehard Republicans won't watch a movie of an actor who supported Obama or supports like abortion or something like that. 
diehard Democrats. Every they, time you say that, Bruce Willis just pops into my head. Why for? Why for? What for? What? What? For, what die what, hard. What? Die hard. Oh, yeah. I got a story about die hard in a second. But die hard Democrats? Die hard. I, okay, there it was. I didn't hear it at first. <laughs> Hardcore left wing Democrats. They won't support it. Matter of fact, they will try to destroy anybody who's pro Trump. It's not even really Republican so much as just pro Trump. Yeah. It's the same concept. Like, shut up, grow up. I thought we were adults. What, what it gets it, petty. It's petty. It's annoying. it really is, and it's why I hate watching the news. Yeah, it makes me mad, quite frankly. <laughs> Both, I don't like extremes in anything. If you're so diehard right or so diehard left that you refuse to even acknowledge the other side, grow up. We are a spoiled country. Yeah. And everybody feels that their opinion is worth more than another person's opinion. In in my opinion, right? <laughs> yeah, but you know, we're talking about football as these football players have a huge platform. Well, and that goes okay. that goes back to Kaepernick. Yeah. I'm okay with Kaepernick having his opinion. I'm okay with Kaepernick using his Twitter account to promote his opinion. I'm not okay with him taking his opinion to the football field. I agree. That doesn't belong on the field. That's a time for everybody to come together, root for their team, forget real life. Because real there's a lot of problems in real life. Real life Well, that's sucks. it. Like when's the last time you've gone to a, a ballet or a musical and they went <clears throat> By the way, vote Trump. Never. The idea is you go there to forget about, like you said, forget about life. Right. And you enjoy the moment. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think some figures in sports and people that get paid a lot of money to act or sing, they think that they can just drag everybody into their corner. It's, it's so not right. Again, it's okay to express your opinion and try to get others yeah. who may be uneducated. There's a time educated. and place. Yeah, there's a time and place. Keep it off my freaking football field. Keep it off my baseball field. That's one thing baseball does an okay job at. Okay. Now, they do stuff before, and it's never televised. You know, Dodgers got some flack because they led a radical organization, you know, do something or another. Do the Hell's Angels circle around the bases or something? No, it was like oh. <laughs> it was one of the um like the like a transgender type organization or whatever. Oh. And a lot of the Christians got up in arms about that, but this was a very, very diehard, like they were a radical organization. They they were not a good if they were I'm, drinking if, the Kool-Aid basically. If if I'm a business, again, it has nothing to do with, you know, pro-gay, anti-gay, pro-trans, anti-trans, nothing like this particular organization, they're they're sketchy. I would not have let them in my organization. It would have been bad for business. But they didn't let them on TV. You know, like obviously the news, they've broadcasted. There was, you know, protesters there and whatnot. But at least like two weeks later, 
they let Clayton Kershaw do like a, an evangelical type thing on a Sunday or something. So it's like, okay, they're. I see what why they did that. Why they're trying to they're trying to include everybody because mm-hmm. you know now you have to be inclusive. Oh sure. Bottom line is just don't do it at all. Right. Just play baseball. Play baseball. Fuck all else. Yeah. Play the freaking game. That's why we're there to watch the game. Yeah. Anyway. Football got so bad with it because they were letting people ride it on their cleats and they were put, you know putting it on their uniforms. The announcers and the broadcasters were making a big stink about it. It just it was, it was just hard to watch. It was uncomfortable. So I just I quit watching football for a couple of years. The only time I would watch would be the playoffs. Okay, you know we've done the Super Bowl every year. We've had a Super Bowl party either at your house or my house. Right. This year. We have decided we're not going to have a party. We're just going to turn on the fire, go outside, watch the game. Because that's how invested we are in football this year. Yeah. Like, who cares? Don't need to have anybody over. we got to work on Monday. It's not a big deal. We're just, we'll just watch the game, play, play uh, cornhole, and go on about our business. Mm-hmm. But we'll watch it. I don't know where I was going with any of that. <laughs> I just kind of got on a soapbox. Uh, yeah, but that's okay as long as you're not dragging anybody with you. No, I don't. I don't. I don't care. You know what? Right. What people vote or have opinions of or whatever. We're all be be an adult. Baseball free agency talk. There's not a lot to talk about except we got Hernandez. Out of the Mariners. So the Dodgers continue to pile on. <laughs> and some say they're not done yet. Hater is still out there. I say Hater winds up with Texas. I don't want to be a hater, but I'm just thinking that. <laughs> He'd be good for the Cubs, man. You guys could use a good closer. The Cubs can use a lot. They could use a lot of help right now. I'm telling you, though, dude, you guys are three pieces away. From being a good a contender, three pieces. Got a good manager in place now. Got some, you know, you made some decent, you know, who's that Japanese kid? Got him last week. Yeah. You know, they'll get aggressive with Bell. We'll just call him Japanese kid. I think that's good for yeah. now. Well, I mean, I can't enunciate their name. Just <laughs> like they probably can't enunciate mine. Um, there's too many vowels in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the opposite. There's, well, no, you'd be right. There's a lot of A's and O's, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> Not uh-huh. enough consonants. And a lot of I's, too. <laughs> um, anyway, Josh Hader with a D, not a T, not Hater. Josh Hader's still out there. Say he lands with Texas. Cody Bellinger's still out there. I can't believe he's still out there. I'd love to see him land with the Cubs. They need to get aggressive on that. Um, yeah, we're kind of running out on big-time uh, free agency names, but you know, there's still a couple big pieces out there. Did you know that the DA in L.A. is not going to charge Julio with uh, felony charges? Yeah, they have... He has to go, I think, against a, a circuit court now, and they're going to probably let him do misdemeanor charges. Yeah, I heard that. That surprised me because there was a cell phone video that they have that supposedly was a smoking gun. But 
is it a smoking gun if they're not going to... This is his second offense under, you know, with the same charge. Why yeah. wouldn't you go felony? Maybe it wasn't as egregious as we were originally told. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's... Still, would anybody pick him up, though? He's a free agent. He was suspended by the MLB. He was not expelled. I don't know. That's a, that's a really tough one. It's a fine line. I mean, Dodgers are done with him. They're not going to sign him. Considering how ghetto he is, he could probably play for the Cubs. Uh, no, the White Sox. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Southside. Southside. <laughs> Southside. Yep. So here's the part that, that'll kind of piss you off a little bit. So here's a guy who supposedly roughs his chick up. Supposedly. Again, well, and we're not talking Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. Okay. There are talks Trevor that Bauer. because he... Well, that's where I'm going with this, man. Because <laughs> here's this guy. He, you know, he was facing felony charges. And now it looks like it's probably just going to be a misdemeanor. And they're talking, well, he's a free agent. Technically, you know, he was only suspended for X number of games. Do you think that they just went a little too hard on Trevor Bauer? And they thought initially that they just kind of make a, I don't want to say role model, but. Um, make it an example. Make an example out of him. Yeah, thank you. What kind of example are they making? If but they talks? went. They they went the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. They he should not have been suspended for a single game more than it took for the police to determine that this chick was full of shit. Well, what I don't understand is whatever happened to innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, I'm. A, you know, when they suspended him, he was suspended with pay. Because they were looking into it. I'm okay with that. So here's the thing. Regardless of where I work, if I rough up my wife and I spend a night in jail or two weeks in jail, I'm going to get out of jail and I'm going back to work. Right. Why the hell isn't that the same case when it comes to football, baseball, innocent until proven guilty? Because the world has taken their sports stars and they've turned them into role models. And so they hold But they're them to not. A, well, they're they, human beings. Yeah. They're people like you and I. They hold them to a different standard. And that's not right. right and wrong standards. No, yeah. it's not right. But that's just the reality that we live in. But here's where it's all fuzzy. This is the point I was trying to make a second ago is we, we are occupying space right now. Where Did Trevor you Bauer cannot get a job in the MLB. Nobody wants to touch him. And he was just a freak in the bedroom. Consensual freak. And this chick tried to take advantage of him. He did nothing wrong. Right. But he can't get a job in the MLB. But there are now talks about, well, Julio is a free agent. He could potentially be picked up. But he's facing criminal charges. How is that not effed right, up? <laughs> right. Yeah, he sh he's the one that really, you know. Some, uh, 
I don't even know how to explain it. I got an opinion. The, roll, the roles the are reversed. <laughs> the roles should have been reversed, in yes. my opinion. Yeah. But regardless, innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, but here's the thing: is there, there, no team's probably going to pick Julio up. But what's annoying is the fact that there's chatter out there that they could. But nobody wants to touch Bauer. Well, is it that nobody wants to touch? Where's he? He's in Japan, right? Yeah, but their season's over. He's trying to land a job in the MLB right now. So his contract is done? Yeah. Done, done. He can go back. You never know. He might come back. But Rachel Luba, his agent, she's shopping him to MLB team. Yeah. (laughs) You like her, don't you? She makes Uvila swing. What? Oh, Uvula. Oh, my (laughs) Lord. I thought you said something else. I was like, is there something I should know about you, mister? (laughs) Are you a hermaphrodite? Huh? (laughs) Do you have both thinkies? (laughs) No. Anyway. I don't know where you're going with that. Okay. So. Wow. That's our NFL talk. That's our baseball talk. Hopefully next week, Cody signed. Uh, Mr. Boring Ass is definitely dragging this one out longer than it probably needs to be, but I digress. Okay, so I'm going to get very, very specific and very personal with my own health right now. Some of these numbers I'm about to read, they're kind of embarrassing, but I'm doing it for... Here's our hope, because we, we're doing the Greca thing in March. <coughs> yeah, we have to push it off a little bit. Yeah, so... I've already started my journey a little early. Um, and then, you know, obviously, you know, once we start the Greca thing, you know, I'm, I can do both. I'm only doing this the one for Greca. Greca. I keep calling them Roman Greca, don't I? <laughs> Greca. Yeah. Thinking of Ocean's 13. They found that guy, by the way, that actor. Found him dead in the mountains. Julian Sands. You remember Greca? The blonde dude, the British guy? From uh, Ocean's 13, who created the security system on the slots. Again, sir, it's in lockdown. No. Yeah, he's dead. That was a sad story. Ocean's 13? Yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm, okay. I'm sidebarring here. We are going to get through something without sidebarring, maybe once, maybe. But the reason that we're... You know, talking about the this health journey that we're about to go on, um, a couple of reasons. You know, we're we're keeping it to the podcast so we kind of have a way to f- track our own progress because we are just going on the assumption that this is going to work. And number two, not that we're sponsoring any type of uh, you know health clinic or specific person or program like this thing that Dana White does that we're going to try. We're not, you know, they're not sponsors of ours. We're not making a dime off this. We are paying our own money out of our own pocket to do this thing ourselves. But if it helps us, then the the odds are it's going to help other people. And that's why we're going to be talking about all this on the podcast. Anything you want to add to that? All right, so... I did what's called an in-body test today. So I I go to this clinic, right? And, uh, you know, it's a referral thing. So you get referred there. And and they do all kinds of things. They do like, you know, for women, they do like hormone therapy. Men, they'll do like testosterone therapy. They, you know, 
do things like, you know, with weight loss, uh, just a variety of stuff like in that neighborhood, cleanses, things like that. So they did a complete scan on me doing a full longevity blood panel, like not the one that your doctor does, like an extensive blood panel. Uh, I got an EKG done on me today. Um, gosh, and I got uh, this, this full body scan type thing. So the blood panel, you know, I'm curious what that's going to say. It's probably going to take about a week to get that back. Uh, my EKG came back totally clear. Heart's fine, uh, which is good because that's what I was worried about. Um, but my heart was fine, you know, the last time I was worried about my heart. This in-body testing that they do, it here's how it breaks down. So body composition analysis. As of today, I weigh 243.7 pounds. Okay. I was almost 240. I was like 247 point something else December 31st. So, you know, I'm down about four pounds. Okay. You know, in a week and three days, whatever it is, two days. Of my 243.7 pounds, my total body water is about 89.7 pounds. So it's a little low. Up to, you know, 89 pounds of 243, that's what's water. Um, my, and it just, it breaks down to different waters. Um, I'll skip that. My body fat mass, 122 pounds. Total body water, 89.7. Lean body mass, 121.7. Extracellular water, 34 pounds. Intracellular water, 55.6 pounds. So, of the 243.7 pounds that I have, my body fat mass is, or my SMM, my skeletal muscle mass, my skeleton weighs 68 pounds. <clears throat> That's bones? Yeah. My body fat mass is 122. Here's the ob ob obesity analysis. So, my BMI... 37.1. Very, very high. I remember when I first started gaining weight, I, I was my doctor was freaking out when I got in the high 20s. Now I'm 37.1 BMI. My PBF, which is the percent of body fat, the percentage of body fat on me is 50.1%. Oh, wow. Yeah. So half of you. Well, it's all torso. Because, get this, my right arm weighs 7.65 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> How do they figure this shit out? It's a, Wait, it's put a, your arm on the scale. <laughs> no, it's a it's a machine, and it it's it's extensive. I, really? Yeah, I can't wait to. You, you should do it. I know. I want to know how much my right boob <laughs> compared to my left boob weighs. Well, my right arm weighs seven point six five pounds. My left arm seven point four one pounds. My right leg is nineteen point three one pounds. My left leg is nineteen point three three pounds. My trunk, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Your junk. <laughs> 60.7 pounds. Oh, bro. <laughs> got, You're hung like an that. elephant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honey, I want you to call it the trunk. <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. Does, does that include the peanuts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> 
I don't know what that means. <laughs> but whatever it is, it's 60.7 pounds. And I guarantee you my ass don't weigh 60 pounds. I'm guessing that's like probably my gut, torso area or whatever. Um, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Basically... Like, there's a lot of numbers on here, and there's a thing I can scan, like a QR code I scan. I'll download this app to their thing, and it breaks all of that down. Okay. But essentially, for me to start losing weight, my base metabolic rate is 1,562 calories. So I can't exceed that. That's my calorie max. To lose weight. To lose weight. I need to stay at 1,562 calories or less. 1,500. 1,500. Yeah, 1,562. So you're just shy. They're saying, you know, the the average, they say, for a human being is 2,500 calories a day, right? That's what well, that's what the nutrition base. you say 125 calories? Huh? What did you just say? 125 calories? No, 2,500. Oh, 2,500. Okay. Right? That's what that's what the general nutrition is based off of, right? Right. So they're telling you, drop 1,000 calories a, a, a freaking day. Basically. Yeah. Okay. So what I've done, I put a... Huh, that. That's one hamburger at McDonald's a day, bro. I don't eat hamburgers at McDonald's, bro. <laughs> no, what this guy, you know, this guy's a realist is what I really, really liked about him. And again, this is, um, this is just kind of like all baseline stuff. Yeah. Um, one thing that I did do, I've been doing research on this because in God, so many people, you know, are going to hate on this, but I'm going to say it anyway. One of the ways that they treat you is with phentermine. I don't like phentermine, so I opted out of that. So one what of the, is it? It's a pill. Basically speeds up your metabolism. Oh. Makes you hyper, anxious, things like that. Some people it can. Some people it works very, very good, but it was, you know, remember Fenfen from back in like the 90s? No. It was killing people. It was two parts. One part phentermine, one part something else. I don't know what. And... It was a very controversial drug. It went away for a while. They brought it back just as a fentramine. Doctors will prescribe it to kind of help aid in your weight loss because it'll suppress your appetite, speed up your metabolism. Okay. Um, but they usually won't prescribe it more than like three months. They'll give you like a three-month supply, three to six months usually, right? I don't like things like that because I don't want things, you know, number one, I don't have a metabolism because my thyroid's dead. Mm, not really. Yeah. Well, this guy, this guy talked about it. You would this guy in in Breca. They have a lot of like mindedness. Okay. What this guy said today. I was there for about almost two hours. Right. Oh, Jesus God. Did you well, buy a car? No. You got to do all these stupid scans and tests, and like they take your blood and you know the the EKG, like all this crap it takes time, dude. Huh. And then they the do full, a stress test. Um, I did not do a stress test. Okay. Um, my blood pressure was actually good. That was great. So I still have okay blood pressure. But anyway, one thing he was talking about with me is people today have a disadvantage 
because the food is garbage. He says, even right. you know, says even if you shop organic, grow your own stuff, whatever, like food is garbage. It lacks nutrients. Yes. So you have to get your nutritional value by supplementing it. Correct. You know, whether it be, you know, shakes, vitamins, mm-hmm. you know, like he told me one that I need to get on right now is just get on a good multivitamin. Says don't go drop a hundred dollars a month on vitamins, but don't drop five dollars either. Says get a decent vitamin, and just get like you know go to Walgreens, get Spring Valley brand like magnesium. Said start there, and then let's see what happens with your blood panel when that comes back because, you know, at my age his thing is you know you may need testosterone. Like, that's just a normal thing in dudes. It's not anything specific to you. Most dudes after 30 start losing testosterone. Says, And there's treatments for that. One could be an injection. One could be cream. You know, another could be lifestyle change, exercise. There, there's a thousand different things to it. Bottom mm-hmm. line is you have to know where your baseline is. You, right. you have to know what you're working with before you formulate a plan. And I tried to formulate my own plan. New Year's Eve, I'm just going to do intermittent fasting and I'm just going to go from there. I, I wanted some help. I know we're not doing BRCA for a couple months. It's like, I need some help now. That's why I did this whole clinic thing. It's mm-hmm. been thinking about it for a couple of weeks. Okay. And I didn't tell anybody because I didn't want anybody to plant bias in my head. I already knew me and you were doing BRCA, so that was fine. But I didn't want nobody else to like, well, you should do this or you shouldn't do this. All you got to do is just eat healthy. There's not really such thing as eating healthy. Food is fuel is what this guy was saying. He loves the idea of intermittent fasting. He loves the idea of doing a water fast once a year, maybe twice. Uh, when he says loves the idea of water fasting, there's so many different the days Dana White in fasting. One. So how many days? Uh, 72 hours. 24, 48, three days. Yeah. Okay. And you supplement with hydrogen because that's one thing. There's somewhere on that paper right there. It's t- it's once t- a year? Yeah, just once. Hmm. Okay. It, it's kind of just is it too clean. taxing on the system to do it more than once a year no he just says it's most of the time it's not needed interesting so okay. it's like bigger people can get away with doing it multiple times a year because it can kind of speed up weight loss but if you're at your target weight and you're maintaining your target weight and you're healthy you don't need to do it that often see i see is it more as a cleansing of battered dead cells Right. Yeah. So. Okay. But anyway, he likes the fasting idea because, you know, even an intermittent fast, like 16 hours off, eight hours on or whatever, you know, it it helps regulate a lot of things. It suppresses appetite because people eat out of boredom, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, your body, you know, you know, we've talked about that a million times. Body stores fat, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know. You can go three minutes with no oxygen until you die. You can go three days with no water until you die. He says with food, you can go up to three weeks with no food. As long as you have oxygen and water, you won't die. So that's why he he doesn't get over... He, he doesn't overreact with food. He said food is fuel. You need to look at it like fuel. He says... And, what your body burns, you know, is for energy. And I've got a surplus of fuel. 
because <laughs> fat is fuel. Right. I've got plenty to burn. Well, if there's a famine, you're going to survive much longer than some other people on this earth. That's exactly, for sure. Exactly. So his whole thing was don't be so hard on yourself in terms of what you eat. Just be cautious more or less of your calorie count for now. It says your calorie count will go up as your metabolism builds back. It says, but right now, this is all that you can burn. That's all your body's capable of burning. Anything more than the 1,562 calories that I put in my body is going to be stored as fat. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, you know, you can burn calories faster by doing more cardio and things like that. So, you know, there's ways that you can do it. Like, let's just say I wanted to go, you know, like have a steak dinner, have a couple cocktails, slice of cheesecake. Okay, well, there's 3,000 calories. Right. Okay, well, can you technically jump on the treadmill and burn 3,000 calories? Mathematically, yeah, you can do that. But, I mean, who feels like getting on a treadmill after eating? But you're that? allowed 1,500, so you're really only trying to burn 1,500 calories at the point. Exactly. Right. Okay? Because I can store 1,562 calories in my body without it converting to fat. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be honest with you. I've, I've done this intermittent fasting thing. I've tried different things, but like, I'm such a comfort food guy. Like, I'm, I'm trying different recipes. Like, I showed you that one earlier, the buffalo chicken thing. Look really good. I, I sent you a text on it. I'm cooking that tomorrow. Super freaking tasty. You don't ever check your phone, do you? Start calling you Stephanie. Let me take a look. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I asked him, I said, how can I safely, and I used the word safely, suppress my appetite? Because, you know, it's not that I'm hungry. Again, it's just like you eat because it's there. I'll snack on things when I'm at work. You know, I don't sleep very well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So if I'm up later and I'm, you know, there's a bag of chips or something like there. I've been known in the past before, obviously, the New Year's diet kicked in. Been known to you know eat on some chips and dip, have a cocktail or two, whatever the case is. There's million things to fill that blank. I wanted a temporary solution to suppress my appetite. So I asked this guy, I said, I will not do phenamine. Like, you cannot talk me into doing phenamine. Is there a safe way of, you know, just, just a, a jump start? Something that's not habit forming, you know, nothing like that, but like maybe like a way to kickstart my diet, help suppress my appetite, something like that. Nothing that's going to affect my heart. Nothing that's going to, you know, anything like that. And there's something that's called like a semaglutide or something or another. It's an injection. They give it to you in your stomach. Okay. You take an injection once a week and they administer the, administer the first one. They prescribe you three more. So you have one a week. And then when you go back and you check, cause you got to check your progress and you can do that, and you can do that for up to, you know, however long you want. Um, he said, in my particular case, he says, what do you want to lose? I said, I want to lose 60 pounds. He says, okay, focus on six months, 10 pounds a month. says, if progress speeds up and whatever, you can go off at any time. There's no bad side effects or anything like this. It's 0.5 milligrams of an injection. So caffeine doesn't speed up your heart, nothing like that. It is 
similar to something that they prescribe diabetics. Ah, okay. I wonder if that's what I was taking before. The shot in the belly? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's basically like that, but it's, it's not a weight loss drug per se, but it does, it, it causes the pancreas to release, I guess, was it glucose or whatever? Whatever the case is, it, it, it's your brain telling you, aligning with your appetite, telling you when you're hungry, telling you when you're full. So you can't eat out of boredom because your brain will send a signal, no dumbass, you're full. Mm. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to try this for one month, seeing this guy next month because he wants to you know, obviously go over my... Um, do the follow-up. Yeah, do the follow-up with like right. my complete blood test results, all that stuff. It's a, you know, like I said, it's a longevity blood panel is what he did on me. Um, guy's not looking to make money, sign me up for some six month program, anything like that. It's not the kind of clinic it is. Um, this guy, I background on this guy is he was a doctor or a, a, a tech in an emergency room. And so, you know, part of his thing was he's seen a lot of people, you know, kill over, you know, heart diseases and things like that. And, you know, working in ER, you see a lot of bad things and, you know, it can weigh on you. He went through a depression because he didn't want to do the ER work anymore, but he still wanted to be in the medical field, gained a bunch of weight, um, got up to like 260-something pounds, decided he'd do a lifestyle change, so he did, you know, something similar to what me and you were going to be doing. He's down, he's, he's 180 pounds. Good-looking dude, in his 60s. Looks young. <laughs> okay. Does not look in his 60s but he's been doing this for 30 years he's got experience in people in my position where they struggle one of the things i had a conversation with him about was my thyroid and he says hey um i know you want to get off of the levothyroxine he says you need to live with the fact that for now this is part of your life and if anything when i get this blood panel back you may have to increase your micromilligrams on it he says so you, you can't, he gives me big pic, picture focus. He's like, I know you want to get off all your meds. He's like, that's not going to happen overnight. Like right. it's process. As a matter of fact, you, you may have to increase it some. Hmm. Um, he was okay with me not doing the phenamine. Obviously he wasn't trying to make any money off of that. Um, anything like that. And again, with the injections, that's not this is not a clinic where you go to get those injections it's it's one of many options that he has so i opted for that one because it was the safest okay and seems like the easiest to you know get on and get off of skim that's what she said Mm. so Mm. yeah it's a semaglutide injection it's like 0.01 milligrams and month two if i proceed he doubles it to 0.02 and then month three He'll double it to 0.04. He doubles it every month, and then at six months, that'll be if I'm at my target weight, we stop it all together because it's only supposed to help you as an aid until you get to where you want to go. Okay. And then as far as levothyroxine, I didn't fully agree with his opinion on that. Like, you know, obviously, if, if, if my thyroid levels are off and they need to get them right, cool, put me on it. But, like, I like Brecca's approach because Brecca's, approach is you know he's, he's basically a biohacker <laughs> right um 
and you know he could probably get me off of that whatever but all the other meds that i'm on this guy is saying you know your biggest issue you know doctors want to tell you you have things like autoimmune diseases things like that and maybe you do he says but your biggest issue isn't that you have an autoimmune disease your biggest issue is you've got the skeleton to support 165 pounds trying to support 243 pounds your system's overworking itself well, I'm not autoimmune is just inflammation. Yeah, he says I'm not trying to say you got to get down to 165 pounds, but you got to drop the weight because the weight is my biggest issue. Right. Period. Well, I think that's half of probably, actually, more than half of the nation's issue yeah. here in the U.S. But like, there's two meds. He says you'll probably be off of those in six months. He says you won't need them. And then he started getting in some like you remember when I started getting like the dry patches and sure. stuff on my skin. Like, so I've got like a steroid cream and a non-steroid cream. It's like, you won't need that either. He's like, because when you start losing weight and your body starts working the way it's supposed to proactively. More efficiently. Yeah. Because like right now, my body's in defense mode. It's just trying to keep me alive, essentially. It's Mm -hmm. fighting to keep me alive. Yeah. Not that I'm going to kill over tomorrow or anything like that. No, but it's overworking. Yeah, very much so. And like the, that's probably where that inflammation is coming from or what people call an autoimmune disease. Yeah, like bottom of my feet always feeling, you know, tired and sore and like inflamed. Sure. <laughs> you know, and then like, you know, well, that makes sense, because at that point, your feet are supporting the frame that um, not double, but a lot more than it should be. Yeah. I, that makes sense. I mean, I get the same thing. Because I'm overweight as well. So, yeah, my feet freaking kill too. Yeah, but then, it's supporting more weight than it's supposed to. Yeah, and then I lay down, you know, and my heart starts, you know, pumping fast and strong. You know, like... Thong, thong, well, thong, that's because you get excited around your wife. I mean, that's... Yeah, it's that's true. That's normal. <laughs> but it, tell me where I'm telling lies! <laughs> You're not lying. But just like, just to go to sleep... That that happens like that because there's all this freaking weight in my torso. And like when you lay down flat, you know, it's putting all that pressure in the heart's a muscle. I'm explaining it probably stupidly compared to how he did it, but you understand where I'm going with that. Well, That's why I always thought I had heart issues because I'd lay down, my heart would speed up and it would pump real loud. But then they'll put me on that EKG. They put me, I've had CT scans. I've, like they say, dude, your, your ticker's fine. So in this in this body test thing, it said that you were 120 pounds of fat. Is that uh, right? Let's see. Lean body mass, 121.7 pounds. Body fat mass, 122. So 122 pounds of body fat. Hold on. My skeleton weighs 68.1 pounds. My water is 89.7 pounds. Uh, how much fat was it again? 122 pounds. 122. So basically you're carrying around 14 jugs of milk. Yeah. Because milk's 8.6 pounds. So I took that 122 and divided it by 8.6 pounds. You're carrying 14 gallons of milk 
on your body right now. Yeah. I, I mean, when you really think about it, just grab two of them and keep them in one hand. Yeah, it sucks. It's freaking heavy. Yes, they are. Like carrying that's only That's only two. You've got 14. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that, when you really think about it, that's freaking heavy. Yeah. And it's why I, I feel like caca. Just putting it in perspective. No, that's you I, know. Yeah, it, it makes sense and it's and it's Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I got no room to talk. I mean, you're sitting right across from me and believe me, th- this double chin don't lie, right? So But that's why we're doing this. It's right. to me and this is what he said, it's not losing weight is an issue or it is one of the the issue issues that you need to address. But it's not about losing weight, counting calories, doing macros. Like he, you know, if you have stuff like that, is not sustainable unless you're unless you do it for a living. Like if you're a bodybuilder, well, or a sports it is figure, science. I mean, and that's the simple part. It's yeah. math and science, right? Yeah. Because, like you said, this, the typical American diet are saying it's twenty five hundred calories a day, right? So you're saying, okay, I shouldn't go over 1,562. Is that what I was right. So let's just say 1,500. So you subtract 1,000 calories a day. You're going to lose weight, right? So what will be interesting is you, let's say you reach your goal. You lose your 60 pounds and you say, you know what? I'm happy here. I feel good. I look good. I'm comfortable. I can breathe. Where does that calorie intake change and how do you find your baseline at that point now that let's say the thyroid kicks in let's say your metallic your metabolic system is working much better right your body's running more efficient you're not going to be able to stay at 1500 at that point are you going to go 2000 this thing right here 2200 that i just read off to you yeah do it every month first wednesday of every month I okay. get a new one of these. So that'll be very interesting. Do not get rid of that. Right. Save that because it'll be really interesting to compare. Say if, if you continue doing it for six months, the whole six months, it'll be really interesting to compare month number one to month number six and see how much your calorie intake changes. Yeah. I'm, I've committed and I didn't have to sign anything again. This is, you know, this, this isn't one of those weird, stupid pyramid schemes. It's not one of those 800 numbers. This is a referred doctor. Mm-hmm. But, you know, anytime you start saying, you know, a doctor to help me lose weight, people, they immediately go to those stupid weight loss clinics. And, like, they everybody wants to talk you out of it. I didn't want nobody in my head. I wanted to make my own decision yeah. without any bias whatsoever. So I've committed to myself that I'm going to go to this guy for six months. Okay. The injections are up in the air. I'm going to try them out for one month. He gave me a shot in the gut today. I've got three at the house. Right. Um, Do you got to keep them in the fridge? No. Okay. He's, I can keep, he said, keep them in a bag in a closet. All right. Um, he says, I can give them to, your, to myself. Steph, you know, she was in the room. She's going to be the ones giving me the shots, you know. Okay. Right in the gut. <laughs> I don't want to give myself a shot. It's not that bad. Well, I don't want to. I'm not afraid of the needle. I just don't want to do it to myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, anyway, she you just pinch and poke. Uh-huh. <laughs> Skew. Well, it, see, I'm diabetic, so I've had to pinch and poke, right? And I like doing it myself, 
because when you pinch harder, you know what your pain tolerance is. So you squeeze hard so that you don't feel the needle. That's all. Right. Somebody else does it. They don't know how hard to squeeze. Well, we'll find out. So uh, that's why I say it's better for you to do it yourself. We'll find out next Wednesday. Somebody else do it. Remember that little conversation we were having? I just like it when my, my wife touches my body. <laughs> or you, you, you. I, I don't know in this situation if that really applies. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, maybe you might want to just use that in a different way. Either way, me or her, one or the other, is going to give myself the next three injections. <laughs> I will see how I feel. If there's any weird side effects... If there's anything that just feels off whatsoever, then, you know, I just, you know, I abort those. Yeah. You know, I'm not married to them and I'm not going to, you know, the most I would even think about doing them for is, you know, just long enough to kind of kickstart, you know, again. I'd like to see. I'm sure I'm sure it'll help you out. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to do well. That's why I'm doing it. Yeah. Anyway. Wasn't looking for opinions. I'm just trying to prevent any phone calls or text messages from friends, families, or loved ones. But why are you doing this? Well, Longevi- I'm doing something. Yeah, longevity is <laughs> the goal. Yeah. My, the goal is not to be giving myself a shot every week for the next, you know, 40 years or whatever I'm right. on this planet, whatever number that is. Okay, so this is the funny thing. Uh, what do you take for your thyroid? Level thyroxine. Le- level thyroxine. Yeah. So that's a funny thing. How much do you think your body is short of level thyroxine? I don't know, 0. 0.075 micromilligrams or whatever. So y- your body makes level thyroxine? Yeah. No. I don't know what the frick. I, dude. Yeah. That, that That's a, a funny part about it. And that's what you're going to learn. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing is like for me, uh, I'm diabetic my, my my body doesn't make metformin. It doesn't need metformin. It needs other things fixed so that my body works more efficiently. Um, and it's just, what is it going to take for me to fix those other things to get my body working correctly? And obviously the first step is weight loss. Right. So that's what Gary Breck is really, or at least the 10X Health is going to end up helping us with once we get to that point. But and his is a swab, right? His is a blood test and a swab. Okay, it's a blood test because that's one thing. It's, I, it's both. It's it's your it's the cheek swab, and then it's a blood test as okay. well. Well, you could do either one, but we're gonna no. Do both. I need to like these longevity blood panels. Yeah, I need to do several of these over the the next six twelve months or whatever, just so I can because my baseline now is not going to be my baseline in six months. Going to be my baseline. Right, in 12 it, it'll change. So I'll have to keep doing the blood test to see where I'm at. And then whenever I get to where I am happy, then there's my new baseline. Right. And that's what I have to work with. And, you know, again, like I could be, I maybe I do have low testosterone. We'll mm. find out. Yeah. Well, okay. Yep. And, you know, worst case scenario, they give you either a pill, a cream or a shot. None of the above. To help treat that, right? Mm -mm. Well, some doctors may say yes, but there's other ways that you can do it too. Right. Well, either way. That involve magnesium, uh, vitamin D3, 
and there's one other. Well, this guy did put me way. on mag, or he did tell me just. He said, "Go get some over the counter. You don't have to get complicated. Just get some magnesium." Mm-hmm. Um, I do have vitamin D three. I'll ask me if I've taken any of it. Is it a pill? A little gel cap. It's a vitamin. I think it okay. came. I don't know, so it was you just need you I, need magnesium to make the D three work efficiently because it's what's in our bone marrow. This uh, man, this goes a long way. But anyway, if you take magnesium, take your vitamin D three pills too, and I guarantee you, you're going to see that what's going to happen is things are going to start skyrocketing. Right. So uh, don't just do the magnesium by itself. Do it with your vitamin D3. Yeah, and I need to find a decent multivitamin. And again, it doesn't have to get overcomplicated like that because yeah, one thing that this guy was just absolutely eye-opening on, and it was kind of, we've talked about it, I know, and we've hit on it, but when he said it, it just, you know, you hear things and you hear things and you hear right. things, and then somebody says the same thing that you, other people have been telling you, but because... They say it, it just clicks. Sure. And it's not because that person is who they are. It's just sometimes you have to hear things so many times before it clicks. Yeah. And that's what, you know, because we've talked about it on this show. The stove's hot. The stove's hot. Don't touch it. It's hot. It's hot. Touch it. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah. (laughs) But, But what this guy was saying is like with the food, you know, you don't don't treat the food. Like it's some overcomplicated science project if you're not going to sustain it. Obviously, bodybuilders and athletes, things like that, they have to, you know, their bonuses depend on them being within certain ranges. You know what I mean? This guy's thing was you use food for fuel. Don't kick yourself in the ass if you have a piece of pizza. If you want a piece of pizza, go eat a piece of pizza. Just count your calories. And... The big thing is like with the intermittent fasting, I'm going to keep doing that. He says, do that, but you need to, you need to almost reverse your clock. You're starting too late and you're ending too late because you don't want to go to bed with food in your belly like that. Otherwise, it won't properly digest it. And one of the things that this injection shot helps do is it helps regulate the digestion of food. I'm not talking about regulate you in terms of like you know taking a shit i'm talking about like it regulates the way that your body's supposed to process food because like right now mine's all out of whack yeah so he says you know what you do is you know the biggest meal that you eat in a day eat earlier you know whatever that is if, if you're the type of person who needs to eat a good breakfast wake up and like just say you you start your eight hours of being allowed to eat food at 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 8 a.m., whatever, let that meal be your biggest meal. And as the day progresses, you know, do like a smaller type meal for lunch and then an even smaller meal for dinner. So I I hate breakfast. <laughs> I, okay. I, I love eating breakfast for dinner. I just, I don't like eating that early in the morning. I like my coffee, but I mean, I'm just not that, you know, have a, you know, four square breakfast, you know, when you wake up in the morning, I don't wake up hungry. Lunch is kind of my favorite meal of the day, but I love going out to dinner with my wife. 
love it. Or going out to dinner like with a friend, like you know, when right. me and you go out to dinner, like love, love doing that. Yeah. Because I'm always going to be a foodie. I'm always going to want comfort food. I'm always going to want to cook and try new things. That's not going away. But it's just reprogramming basically everything that I've ever done. <laughs> you know, and it's okay to step outside of the lines every now and again. Like I told him about, I said, hey, sometimes we do some drink reviews and some food reviews on this show and we record late at night. So sometimes I might be having a snack at 11 o'clock at night says, so what? Yeah. Right. You had a snack at 11 o'clock at night. You're not going to throw yourself out of ketosis. You're, you're not going to start over from scratch. You're not going to forfeit the progress that you made because the next day you're just going to get back to doing. Yeah. You get right back on track. Yeah. Yeah. So you want a piece of pizza, eat a piece of pizza. Right. If you, you know, want to have a beer, drink a beer. Says, but you know, just understand that you know what the calorie count is because I mean, you know, one beer—that's a lot of calories. So, when he says do a multivitamin, there's one thing that I'm going to ask that you do a little bit different than he says. Yeah. Oh, by yeah. the way, he was also very supportive, and he says, like, in the meantime, giving up the alcohol good move because if you have alcohol in your system and the body needs energy it's going to burn the alcohol over the fat right anyway continue multivitamin um go with a methylated multivitamin i don't know what that means so what happens is our body uses a vitamin to supplement right right because so, the food is garbage. <laughs> right. But sometimes it. your body has can't do it because it won't go through the methylation process. Because either a gene won't support it and then you won't be able to absorb that vitamin. Does that make sense? Yeah, because it's similar to water. Right. It, your you, body can only take what it thinks it needs or what it wants right so when you get methylated it's already changed for you in a lab and your body just takes it so if your body can't make it go through the methylation process it's already been done for you so it'll just absorb it does that make sense yes so this is something I learned from Gary. You know, I, I, I've done so much research on this shit. And you can look it up. You can say, you know, uh, methylated vitamins. And that's what Gary talks about. He's like, for you people out there, get a methylated multivitamin. So there's, there is, I'm going to send you an app that goes through the top 10 methylated ones. Right. I don't know what the cost is. Um, I haven't dove into that yet, but I need to, just as you do. I need to do that as well. And like, is this something you buy online? Amazon, yeah, GNC, yeah, absolutely. Like Target, <laughs> fries. Uh, the app. So the site that I have shows the ten best methylated multivitamins. Um, Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. These are all on Amazon. Okay. So, and it goes through, you know, I don't know, I don't know, maybe there's 10, 10 of them in here. 
So anyway, I'm going to send it to you right now. Oh, so in terms of hydration, like we're talking for you to accept it, accepted in, in terms of hydration. Yeah. So your body weight in water or like your whatever, you're supposed to be like 60% water, right? The best one out, the best one. They're saying this one is 10 out of 10 and it's 13 freaking dollars. Dude, I'm getting it right now. I'm not even going to. Will you buy two of them? I'll yeah. Apple pay you. Um, yeah, we'll get two by now. The uh, the, uh, the the absorption of water, so to speak. So your body's supposed to be made up of 60% water, right? Okay. I'm 243.7 pounds. My body water is 89.7 that is 36.76 percent really that's it that's it i need to be closer to 60 so as i lose weight and i drink more water especially get some electrolytes in me that will go that that one right there was huge when he showed me that one He's like, you're you're not absorbing enough water. And I said, it's probably because I'm not drinking enough water. <laughs> you're like, there's water in coffee. <laughs> I, I thought it. I didn't say it. <laughs> you know, just like, you know, we had a, you know, that, you know, we like to have our old fashions every now and again. There's a yeah. water and ice cubes. <laughs> right. I do let it melt, sir. But like even on like this right here, you know, these prime I mean, yeah, there's a lot of water in them. There's a lot of other stuff, too. Right. So I already had it, um, but I need to order another. I I did order another because I need to have options because I like to have, like, a flavored drink. I quit drinking soda years ago. Right. You know, I only drink coffee in the mornings now. This was a special treat that you made tonight, but I like these drinks right here, like the Primes and the Electrolytes because, you know, they taste good. Um. But if you find an electrolyte that's like zero zero zero, like you can have that all day long, and it won't change the makeup of the water. So that stuff that Dana White uses, I've got I've got it in grape, bomb pop, and blue raspberry now. <laughs> you know it's funny. I, I'm just a plain old water drinker, and I never was until I moved to Arizona. Once I came here, I got so damn dehydrated that I just force myself to drink water just straight up water nothing fancy um yeah, i definitely am not drinking enough water but even then it's like your body still has to absorb it right electrolytes and that's I, i'd be interested to know what i'm absorbing probably be like hey, you're at like 10 percent, fucker <laughs> <laughs> and i'd be like well i piss every like 30 minutes <laughs> i can't pass a bathroom without taking a leak so i don't know this is not a bad guy. Like, um, I'll see if I can't get you some information on him. See if he can't get a referral to him. It or something like it. I may it. not even need to. But I mean, that scan that they do alone is what spits this out. That's worth doing even just once. Because, like, you know, I didn't read all the numbers on I this. I can't sheet. wait to find out how much my trunk weighs. <laughs> <laughs> what you going to do with all that junk I'll up be in like, your trunk? You damn right. <laughs> I, 
I looked at that word. I was like, trunk. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, your trunk weighs 75 pounds. <laughs> you damn right. Well, I'll say. <laughs> but this is this is cool stuff. Uh, and I can't wait to see Brekka's because Brekka's is far more advanced. And his goes like with genetics and like all yeah. that crap. Yeah. And I think that's really where you're going to see a major shift change as far as losing losing more of the medicine and supplementing with i believe it's going to be more methylated vitamins that will eventually make it where we won't have to unless it's a mutation of a gene yeah well We'll see. Again, we're not anti-medicine people. You know, if you need medicine, take it. That's the kind of people we are. But are we taking too much medicine? Yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> the whole freaking world is because it's the only business. Well, I Western think more medicine is a lot different than everywhere else in the world. True, but it's also probably one of the biggest businesses, maybe even bigger and more corrupt than oil. Yeah. So, Easy. Yeah, that's the American way. Just throw a pill at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we tell you all that to tell you this. We we are sharing these personal results with you, not just for our own tracking sake, but because, you know, this show's not going away anytime soon. So like six months from now, we'd like to be having a different conversation. And, you know, if one person gets helped by, by some of this, there's a... Breck is not the only guy out there. You know, this this doctor that I saw today, he's not the only guy out there. There's all kinds of avenues for help but the bottom line is do something because you know for how do i put this without i don't want to get too deep into this one as we're wrapping because you know we like to try to keep it funny and i know it, it hadn't been funny for the last few minutes but uh you know I've, I've lost some family members over the last few years and it sucks you know it's like and i i look at you know how short life is you know and it's like i saw you know, I saw my brother in August. My uh, first time I saw him in years. And then, you know, like with some of these health issues that I have, it's just like I may not have that many years left. Now, of course, we can, you know, get shot in a drive-by or get in a car accident, plane crash. Like there's a million things. We could die tomorrow. Right. Or we could live like George Burns and outlive his doctor who told him to stop smoking cigars. Exactly. The bottom line is like, you know, you can't control everything in life, but, you know, you don't want to die for something that could have been prevented. Right. And, you know, like I had a pretty decent 30, 33 years not having to lose a lot of people. And then when I was 33, I lost my grandmother that, you know, or when I was I'd lost my grandfather before that. That was like the biggest loss that I ever experienced. I think it was 15. I didn't lose anybody again. And that, you know, like you lose people, but I'm talking like deep, close, personal family member type things or friends. I lost my grandmother at 33. That one, that one hurt. But I mean, she was, you know, she lived a good life. So it's like, that's, that's what, you know, kind of life I want to live type thing. But then I look at, I have an aunt and uncle. You know, they died very close together in in terms of time. So now my cousins, you know, their parents are gone at a very young age. 
I mean, that just, you know, that just sucks. It sucks for them. Sucks for me because, you know, I got, you know, I was very close with them. You know, I feel bad for my uncle, uh, you know, Steve, the one you met, because mm-hmm. he's the only surviving member of that, of that generation now or that family. And I mean, I just, I, I feel for them. And I don't want to put those feelings on my wife, or my kids, or my parents, things like that. So, and I know we're, this is deep, but, you know, I yeah, want to die that, an old that's, man. that stuff comes with age, though. You know what I mean? There's going to be people out there in their 20s that they could care less. Right now, it's party time, right? Yeah. But as you do grow up and as you mature and as you start seeing life in a different way, prism right we start making some different choices or at least look at things just a little bit differently yeah there were times in 2023 and i and i'm not exaggerating when i say this i would go to bed and wonder if i was going to wake up you know it it's not that i was scared of dying but you know it's it's a fear so it's i guess you're kind of scared yeah 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 a little bit but, you know, because, again, you don't want to leave a widow. You don't want to leave your, your More kids. More than climbing a ladder? The fuck? What? <laughs> More than climbing a ladder? Oh, asshole. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't hear it at first, and then it just clicked. I was like... No, no, I don't know if many things terrify me more than climbing ladders, except maybe spiders, but I'll still kill a spider. I ain't climbing no ladder. But you you catch my drift. You don't want to go... You don't want to leave the ones that you love behind over something that you had full control over. Or you could have changed. Right. You know, and like some of these things, like, again, in our research that we've done with the water fasting and, like, the different lifestyle changes, I mean, there's supposedly proof... You know, that you can prevent things like Alzheimer's and, you know, cancer. Sure. Can't cure it, but in you, you can prevent them. You know what I mean? Did I say that right? Like, if you catch it, you're screwed, but, like, try not to catch it. There are... Um, I don't want to go down another rabbit hole, but there are some things you can do. There's with, things that with you can With the C word. It, it's... There's yeah. things you could do with the C word, and there's things that people have done where it you don't have to go the whole Western medicine route. Right. Bottom line is there's try. That's yeah. the bottom line. Try to prevent those things. You can't right. guarantee it, and there's all always going to be hereditary stuff. Sure. Genetics, things like that. Car accidents, drive-by shootings, falling off ladders. <laughs> Just control the controllables. Exactly. Anyway, that was a heavy note to end uh, this show. So then, on. do we sit there and tell everyone we love them and we want them to be healthy and follow in our footsteps? We love you all, people. No. Oh, okay. Fuck you all. Yeah. No. No. I do love the you know. Well, I I went to a to the hospital the other day, not for myself for once. I went to go visit a friend. Yeah. That was in the hospital. Yeah. And he, it was his birthday. He was introducing me to the room like, hey, this is my friend Chris Andrews. And I was shaking hands and this this chick in there was like, Chris Andrews, 
you Chris Andrews from the Two Loose Screws? And I did like a triple take, like, you fucking with me right now, aren't you? <laughs> like, what? Like, yeah, that's me. We love your show. And I was like, this is the first time I've met somebody that listened to the show that I didn't already know listened to the show. Because, you know, I know my family and friends that listen to the show. Right. And I know there's, you know, I think we're pushing on 6,000 listeners. I don't know the exact number. 5,000. We were 3,999 the end of the year. Whatever it was. Listeners. And I, I know that we've grown since then. Because hmm. I know that because I personally called a friend of mine. And I said, hey, I need you to uh, <laughs> subscribe to a show and listen to one so I get 4,000. So I know we've grown to at least 4,000. <laughs> Because he did that for me. He actually wrote a really nice review on us. Um, he thought we were funny. But my my point is, there's I don't know that many people. You know? My circle is small. You know? Yeah, mine too. In, in Arizona, my circle is people in my house and the people in your house. I've always said, and I, I know we talked about this one time before, but I've always said that for me, it makes more sense to have four quarters to make that dollar. As opposed to a hundred pennies. Right. So my circle does stay small. Right. And I teach that to my kids too. Yeah. I've got a handful of, of friends, you know, in Arizona and I, and like a very small handful. We've got a lot of acquaintances, but I keep very few friends. Number one, cause you know, who has the time, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've got some family, couple friends in California we got some family in Missouri, some family in Tennessee, and, well, no, really Kentucky. I think I'm down to just a very few family members in Tennessee, and I might have, like, probably count on one hand, maybe two friends scattered across the globe after that. That's my, there's my circle. It's mm. not many. So the fact that we have, you know, We'll just say we have thousands of listeners. It's nice to meet one of them for a change. That now, is pretty cool. Yeah. Now, you know, obviously they were, you know, probably turned on by by word of mouth. Probably, well, turned on, skewed. Well, <laughs> well, I was going to say, <laughs> right. <laughs> They, they, they were probably pointed to <laughs> You ever heard of a ritual killing? <laughs> what? You ever make public comments like that again? You'll be one. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it was cool. That is cool. I don't know why we went down that road. This has been the most... There, this wasn't a fork in the road show. This is why we probably have alcohol. It looks like alcohol probably keeps us not as webby. This okay. was a spider web. The coffee makes us go all over the place. I think we just do, period. Yeah, you're probably right. What am I saying? Yeah. We 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 love our inner circle, and we are grateful for our other listeners. We do not hate you. And Absolutely. I'm sorry, I'm sorry that Sean said fuck you. Maybe. We, we started maybe the show I, okay with the F-bombs. Mm. We ended the show poorly. Can we cut that out? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, chili cheese fries versus chili cheese tots. Dude, I'm going to come back like a blimp next week. 
Yeah, but you know so what? You can handle it. Everything that we just talked about is being flushed down the toilet for me within the next couple of days because I got 10 days off of work. Well, and in I, that 10 days, I'm spending a few of them in Vegas. And when I go to Vegas, I eat like a king. That's why, because I'm not going to Vegas with you, that's why I started my shit early. I needed a jump start. Plus, I'm a, you know, you know, I'm a slow starter <laughs> as it is. <laughs> Takes me a minute to get going. Uh, so, you know, I got a little bit of a head start, but you'll catch up. Yeah, no, I know. It'll, uh, once I come back from Vegas, that's when I'm really going to start pouring it on. So, yeah, but we talked about it that. It works. So, we'll talk about Vegas next week. We'll do an update NFL bracket, update MLB bracket. Um, not you're not out of the woods on wrestling. You need to you need to try to follow some wrestling, research some wrestling. I know oh, I you just, hate it. Did the Rock appear again here the other? We day? talked about that last week. Did he appear again? No. Oh, okay. So what I saw was old news. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We. So get in track so this isn't such a heavy one-sided conversation. I want you to have an educated opinion on this stuff. It's so hard. I know okay. because wrestling's not as good as it used to be. It sucks. But yeah. it's good wrestling. It's good now on a few storylines. Not like it used to be, but somewhat good. Wrestling. Okay. But anyway, we will get through you know, this MLB stuff. Cody will find a home. Maybe one of these days we'll get back on to having, you know, topical theme related shows. Maybe not. Did we? We used to for about a month. We we'd pick a topic. What were some of our themes? 80s. Oh, 90s. that the yeah, okay. We okay. stopped at the 90s because we just thought the 2000s sucked. <laughs> uh, Movies, music. We'll do we'll we'll do some theme shows again this year. Well, was that was that popular amongst our uh our listeners? No, to it, this it, date our highest rated episode is still um the uh um, God, what was it? Was it Denny's? No, that one, it fell to third. It wasn't me talking about my nuts, was it? <laughs> no, it was. I remember that one was on. popular at one point in time. No, because now I have to know. No, it was you and your wife, We're wasn't it? We're talking about humidity versus dry heat. That was what? the title of it. I don't remember what we talked about. No, Steph, the show that Steph and I did when you were in Vegas on one of your times, that was the highest rated and most downloaded and listened to show for a minute. Okay. Like it stayed up there. It's number two right now. Um, this one, let me read the, uh, we'll, we'll read the stuff about it. It is called, <clears throat> and I quote, do you ever see the titles of these shows? You really should. So uh, I, I, I don't. I know you don't like listening to yourself. I don't like listening to myself. So I don't ever. I don't look at it. I don't listen you to it. You should read the synopsis on some of these. You really should. Even if you don't listen to it, just open it up and just look at the look at the titles and look at some synopsises that uh, that have been written upon us. Uh, let's see here. I'm still scrolling. Dear God, where is it? We have a lot of shows. <laughs> That's funny. 
think I passed it. Here it is. Humidity versus dry heat. The synopsis of this show. Chris has answered the age-old question of what is most uncomfortable, humidity versus dry heat. Chris and Sean also venture in the land of 19 criminals and discuss more baseball. 19 criminals? That was the Snoop Dogg, Martha Stewart wine comparison. Oh, uh, uh, really? Yeah. I don't know why, but that's our number one highest rated show. Huh. Or our number one most listened to because they're all, you know, believe it or not, we are still holding a five-star rating. Knock on wood. Huh. Oh, my head hurts. Okay. Yeah. Steam. Uh, that's our most listened to show. Wow. So second most listened to show, me and Steph. Third most listened to show is A Night at Denny's. To this day is still my favorite episode. I love the one with Steph. Because that was just a, that was just a special one, it was fun, but I but you know it's the two loose screws. We are the two loose screws. Huh. Interesting. And that night at Denny's, we were we we. I think we were both feeling a little extra silly that day. I have to listen to that one. I guess it was fun. I I guess I'll have to listen to a. Uh, uh at least one in three. I don't know if I really need to listen to one with you and your wife, but um, I, I would. I'm sure she probably I, put a jab or two in for you, thinking you would listen to it. But I said, no, he doesn't listen to the show. And she's like, has he not liked the show? It's like he doesn't like the sound of his own voice. Well, his voice isn't in this. And I was like, that's a good point. Yeah. She kind of shit on you, fun, yeah. in a fun way. Uh, I mean, that's called brother and sisterly yeah. love. So, because she did end it with that, she's like, you know, I love you, Sean, or some stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. It was fun. It was. It was. It was fun to do that with her, and it's fun that she is willing to, like Alyssa, pop in and help every now and again. Yeah. One of these days, we got to have multiple kids on this show. Like Paige. Get Paige, Nicole, Alyssa, maybe Eric. See if we can't uh, can't get Brianna in. Um. I asked Jonathan once if he wanted to be on the show, and he he is a lot like you in that he does not like to listen to the sound of his own voice. Right. He's like, nah, because then I'd have to listen to it, and I don't want to hear my voice. It'd you be don't have to listen to it. I well, you sure don't. hell don't, yeah. You don't listen to your own show. No. You know there's a lot of actors that don't watch their own movies? I can see that. Yeah. But you know what? I think it's one of those things that if you make it to be a certain age, you want to look back at your life. And that's when you want to reminisce. It'd be fun to revisit. To listen, revisit, and reminisce. Yeah. And go, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. I or only, I did that. You know, not only am I one of the co-hosts of this show, I'm also the chief editor. So I listen to these shows every week as I'm chopping them up. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you have to do a lot of chopping. There's a lot of chopping. Yeah. And by the way, we had promised you some news on YouTube. And the news is they're waiting on me. I have to, for example, if we have a two and a half hour podcast, they only want 59 minutes and 59 seconds. Ha. Okay. So we need to do some work. We need to cut it down. No, I just need to give them what I got. Just trim out certain things like. Keep certain stuff and just cut out the rest. 
Well, I mean, realistically, why can't we just try and keep a podcast under an hour? Because realistically, I don't want to be held no clock. We might have a 45-minute podcast one week. We might have an hour and a half the next week. Right, but we could say, okay, if we time ourselves, right, we try and hold ourselves to a time. We tried that. No, but I'm serious. And we try and make it for one hour, and then we just be like, all right, well, that's more that we can then bring to the next following week. Because here's the, here's the thing that gets me, and, and I'm going to say it only because I think of myself, right? My drive to work is 25 minutes. My drive home's maybe a half hour. Okay, so I hear half of it maybe in the morning and half of it on the way home. I'm, I don't know when people listen to the show. I don't you know, either. Everybody has different But in, in my opinion, etiquette. if there's a two-hour show, I, I, I don't have the patience. You don't have to listen to it all at once. There. I know, but that that's... But it's kind of like... I look at it as like watching a movie, right? Do you really want to stop in the middle and go to bed and then wake up the next day and watch the rest? Not really. No, there's kinda, podcasts out there that are five hours. That's insane. I don't know. We get a pretty decent sized contract with Sirius XM. I'll bet you we can come up with five hour content once a week. <laughs> You'll be surprised, mister. You know what? At that point, if if we're able to do something like that, it would really be great to be able to get guests on and start asking questions. Of course. Yeah. And then, you know, you go from there. Well, 2023 was a learning year for us and we're still learning. We're trying oh, yeah. to dial in the show to what we want it to be. But um, I like the having, I like the idea of having you know the YouTube show at the fifty nine minute fifty nine second mark. I like the idea of you know having that option. But I like also like the idea of having like okay, subscribe to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and you get the rest of the show. I like that. True. So. You can get an abbreviated version if you want, or you can get the full version if you choose. So you have a choice. Hmm. More work for the chief editor, sounds like. Unfortunately, yeah. So we, you know, about that, we need to license this thing out to SiriusXM so we can get some staff. <laughs> and then somebody else can chop up this thing. I know somebody who could do it. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. All right, then. Well, you want me to do it this week? You've done it the last three weeks, and you botched it all three times. I don't know what you're talking about. I think I've done a wonderful job. And if anybody disagrees with me, uh, let me know. (laughs) 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 Other than you. Okay, Okay. Well, in that case, go for it. Nighty night, folks. You never know how he's going to do that. Nighty night, folks. All right, Brandis. Oh, uh, two loose screws. Yep, yep, yep. I'm, who am I? Who do you want to be? I didn't say who you want to be with. I said who you want to be. Uh, And don't pick somebody that is with the person that you want to be with. uh, Like you can't be with Anna Kornikova naked on a waterbed. Why can't I do that? Because she's with uh, Enrique I can, Iglesias. I, oh, I can be her hero. 
<laughs> Are you sure we need alcohol? Apparently not. <laughs> the coffee did the trick. Because <laughs> tonight I'm loving you. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I prefer the other version. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. We'll leave that one. Especially with Anna Konarkova on a <laughs> waterbed. What, what, where did the waterbed come into play anyway? I mean. This, it just sounded like a good time. <laughs> are we talking about full motion? I gotta be honest with you. That to me, that like, it seems difficult. No, you wait for the wave to come smash. <laughs> you wait for that wave to come and help you thrust. Oh my god, that was fun. We are the Two Loose Screws Podcast. That is Sean. He's the pervert. I am Chris. I'm just the idiot who uh, throws gas on a fire. Oh, I miss my waterbed. <laughs> I missed five minutes ago before I introduced that thought in your head. Huh. And, uh, brings, yeah. It brings back memories. There's no salvaging this ending. We're out. Right. <laughs>